1: Welcome to To the the dumbest dumbest part of of your your day. day. This is Common Man and T-Bone.
2: But then, of course, I'm the guy that I had a cart full of stuff, and then I just left it there in protest because I didn't have one thing. Because yeah, I was pissed off because it's like oh, I came here for this, <laughs> and then you bought all these other things. I didn't buy it. You were I just, going. To I was buy going, it. going to it. Like I'm going to leave my light bulbs here, and you're going to stock them. You're going to restock them. And then what did
1: you have to do? You had to and go. To I went to place another store and, and bought go get what all I needed. But again. I was going to give them the satisfaction. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! He's shavaka You want a sack? The guy is drunk. Whoa, back. Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone.
2: <laughs> Happy Wednesday! Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. You know what Wednesday is? Uh, yeah, I do know what Wednesday is. It's Wild Card Wednesday. I'm excited for it. That means you, the fine listeners of this program, control the show to a certain extent. Are we, uh, Wild Card Wednesdaying it even during football season? Are we gonna... Uh, No, I think Wild Card Wednesday
3: uh, takes a hiatus. That's too bad. I hope, I hope that our audience does decide that they don't want to... And agree with that. And they just keep on saying, well, we're going to tweet you wild card things anyways on Wednesdays. It's fine. And you have to do what you have to do. Hey, you don't have to convince me (laughs) to drive this train off the track, Right. I mean, what are we doing on Wednesdays during football season anyway? Talking to Rimmer. Yes, I know. we Talk to Rimmer. It's not
2: football season. It's hockey
3: season. Yeah, he's never a wild card, right? Never. We couldn't just do like 10 minutes with him and then get back to wild card stuff. Of course we could. (laughs) You know we could. I'm just saying, do we need to like break down the football games Wednesday when we had Monday and Tuesday and then Thursday and Friday of doing that? No. We can have a wild card Wednesday, can't we? Who are you talking to? I know. I don't know. Why. I don't know because I said, can we keep it? And you said, no, I got to let it go. Okay. Well, first of all, it, who am I, Dom? Yes. Why this- did you do your
2: Dom impersonation?
3: I got to let it go. Hey, JD, got to let it go. Right. Hey, JD, it go. <laughs> right. I'm saying, you, you, you said we had to not have this thing anymore, and yeah, I'm saying we should keep right, it. you know what? Keep it. I don't care.
2: Good. Whatever. Done. Let's do- <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> You've convinced me. Uh, tweet us, at manandbone971, rando questions and topics you'd like us to tackle for Wild Card Wednesday. want to point out, I am reading a book about video games mm. and the history of video games. And I have done the very rational thing after you know reading all this stuff. I have gone on eBay and I've spent a tremendous amount of money to try and recreate my childhood. Oh, are you trying to accumulate all the video game so collection? You what had I've as done because I was a Sega Genesis guy. Sure. So what I've I know they sell the little mini you know Genesis things with the built-in games. I didn't want that. I wanted the old console. You like the, I used to have. And you wanted the cartridges, and that I, wanted, I wanted I wanted the cartridges. Yes, that wouldn't work half the time. And so last night was eBay night. Oh, it arrived. No, or no, you, no. Oh, no. It was purchased. I, I you purchased. Purchased everything. Oh, okay. So I got a console. I bought a bunch of old games I used to have. I'm
3: ready to go. How many of these things were considered collector level prices, and how many were just like, oh, you could have got this at a yard sale, and it was real cheap. I mean, did you no, find they, most they of it was cheap? They or? weren't really
2: expensive. Oh, that's good. No.
3: Yeah. So you could so it's something a lot of like average joe's could enjoy doing. I don't think anybody's doing this except for me. Oh, well someone should. That sounds really fun though. Like going back and getting some of the games that when you were a kid, maybe you just didn't have enough time to were play. Were you a Super Nintendo guy or a Genesis guy? I was a Genesis guy. All right, that's why I we're went, friends. We went Nintendo, Genesis and then off the rails.
2: Like Well, we I a, yeah, I went Nintendo, Genesis and then PlayStation. We had Saturn. We did get a oh, Saturn. Oh, you did get to it. Must be nice. We had a Saturn for I a couldn't hot get second. Saturn. We got a,
3: a Saturn for a hot second, and then we went PlayStation. So that's where that's how it broke you down for you us. You didn't go Dreamcast then? Stay in the Sega family. Oh, with, we had an N64. Oh, I forgot about the little. Remember, it had the little disc. Disc. The little tiny. <laughs> not applicable. Little disc. Yeah, it did. It had a little disc. No, 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 I know it did.
2: But tiny the, size
1: disc not a, not is a big not CD. Yep,
2: it's an ISK. Oh fair enough all
3: right that's, that's why i said disc, that's not applicable this
1: disc i'm
3: gonna say it is not yep as i possibly can so anyway yeah that's that's where we went we had a few because i think we got the uh dreamcast and the n64 we got those as like um what do you call not not in 64 gamecube we got those two we did that like secondhand those were like from oh, the video okay. game store where you could go in and buy used games. We bought used systems and then
2: got a PlayStation. Buddy of mine uh, has a PlayStation 5. I, I gave up playing PlayStation a long time ago. Buddy of mine has a PlayStation 5. He said, hey, come over and play this thing. Yeah. And so I did. And it was great, right? I mean, it sure, was. Sure, it's, it's a i But it sounds like I'm a million years old. The graphics were breathtaking. They were. For a PlayStation? I was a PlayStation 5. Oh,
3: PS5. I'm sorry. I thought you said PlayStation for a second. No. Lost my mind. Okay. Yes. Well, the
2: original PlayStation back in the day was also. It was at the time, but I'm saying now I wouldn't think it would hold up. Yeah. PS5 is No, PS5. And so I went and played it. And it's like, this is very nice. And I, I enjoyed it. It was fine. I have no desire to play it again. But for some reason, like a 16 bit game, like the old Genesis stuff. Yeah. I, I'm sure it has to do with, you know the age I was back then, and trying to recreate childhood, and the therapist could have a field day with all of that. But I still find joy in in playing those games.
3: Yeah, I don't blame you. I I by the way, I'm getting yelled at because I said N64 was a disc. I meant GameCube. GameCube is the one with the disc. N64 was what's the difference? Well, because N64 was GoldenEye with the cartridge on top. I remember all this now. Give me a break. I I didn't know we were going to go video game discussion the whole start of the show. So I. Yes, GameCube is what I had. That was the little cube thing that you put a little disc in top. And that, I believe, was Nintendo. I'm pretty sure. And we had a Saturn as well. We also had a Saturn Ion, for whatever it's worth. Like the car. You can go get one of those. I was going to say,
2: what the hell's a Saturn Ion? <laughs> dead. Saturn dead. Yes, yeah, Saturn's a dead. They killed that. But if you wonder what I'm doing a couple days from now when all my stuff comes, I'm playing Sega Genesis. Which games did you order? I, You know, I was a big sports game guy, which is why I gravitated towards the Genesis. They had because some good they ones. had the EA sports titles yes you know and I used to play Madden and stuff like that but I remember it was 94 or 93 I think when these games came out but it was NHL 94 and Madden 94 mm-hmm. and at the time those games blew my mind because they were the most realistic sports games that I had seen plus they had the agreements with the teams and the players Association where you had all the teams and logos and you know that that did not happen often, no. And so when EA Sports got those licenses and put a game together, it was like the second coming for someone who was obsessed with sports, like me. If I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but I
3: want to say like with Tecmo Bowl, they would have at least one of them. I want to say it was like they had Cleveland and they had player names, but it never said Cleveland
2: Browns. Am no, I wrong? Tecmo Bowl, they I don't know if the first version they had that. Tecmo Bowl was more limited. Super Tecmo Bowl had all the teams. Okay, all
3: right. Then maybe I'm thinking of just original Tecmo Bowl. I want to say RBI Baseball for for the regular Nintendo. I don't think it had no team it did names. Not. Yeah, it it alluded to. Yeah, it, it gave cities and color schemes were similar. But again, you were talking about little, like little ball. Like they looked like pool balls, except they like like if you were playing pool, they looked like balls like that. Except they had you know a little semblance of a human shape to it they were very rudimentary graphics for those but i played rbi baseball non-stop i want to say it had a black cartridge that you put in like the the plastic instead of being gray was black which i thought was like ooh,
2: this is it had like a gold foil on it nice i remember my my uh friend jimmy evans had like a sega and no one had ever heard of sega at least not my friends because Nintendo 8-bit was still running around. And we didn't say it that way. You said Sega! Like, that's he, how they did on right. the commercials. He had, well, this is pre-those commercials. Right. So he had a Sega, and he invited me over to play Altered Beast. And when I saw it, I almost crapped my pants. What
3: was Altered Beast? I'm trying to remember how that game They had, was like, played. Werewolf
2: Guy. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You morphed into some other thing. You became an Altered Beast, well, it, what you're it was, saying. It was so different... Than what you played on Nintendo,
3: and yeah, so then I had yeah. to
2: have one of those things.
3: Nintendo definitely early on, especially. I mean, they had they had some games, right? Like
2: oh, I, I Legend enjoyed of Zelda Nintendo and stuff
3: that were not not just made only for kids to play, but it definitely skewed kid friendly. And then Sega, while still skewing kid friendly, was like, hey, by the way, you want to want you want to play Street Fighter? Like we've got that too. I want to say that was a Sega game, right? Street
2: Fighter, yes. Yeah. I had, had- Com. Yes. The makers I think of they Fighter? had it for Super Nintendo. Oh, did they? Okay. As well. I remember Mortal Kombat being a big. Mortal Kombat. Mortal for Kombat sure was Sega. a big PlayStation game. Or PlayStation, okay. I, I'm, I'm sorry, a uh, Genesis game. Because then Genesis got in trouble with the government oh, they for, did. for putting all these violent games out. That's right. Because <laughs> they positioned themselves as like the teenagers' system as yes. opposed to the little kids' system like oh you go play with mario over there we got guys getting beheaded over here on genesis
3: well then you had uh doom not i don't think that was on sega but that i remember when that came out on computer just as a computer game i played doom with a friend of mine jared rossiter and went over to his house played doom and it was like You'd
2: shoot somebody and there would just be a pile of guts. Yeah. Did you like, play Wolfenstein with the Nazis, which essentially is the same thing as Doom? No, I did not play Wolfenstein. Were you just shooting Nazis?
3: Oh, okay. Well, this was like you were shooting these like monster dudes that came at you or whatever, but you, you shot them and then there was just a pile of like red and black pixels that represented their dead guts laying everywhere. And it was not graphic at all. Like, no one would recognize that as, wow, those are human remains. Look at that. Or or whatever. Those are the insides of something. No, it just was a big pile of squares. <laughs> but it was the fact that it represented you blew someone away and they were just a pile. That, for whatever reason, was so dark and graphic that little kids couldn't handle it.
2: All right. Well, we've gotten off track. Wildcard Wednesday. Send us more tweets or we'll just do it ourselves. Peter Harvey, the man in charge of the Deshaun Watson appeal... Says he won't rule until settlement talks reach an impasse with the league and the union. So this is the first conf- real confirmation that we've had. That Deshaun Watson's people and the union are talking to the NFL, trying to settle this without the arbiter ruling. You How know, long that's going to take? Who the hell knows?
3: Yes, I have seen Mary Kay Cabot apparently tweeted out today that she was told that the NFL did not talk to uh, Paul Harvey, whoever you said it was. Peter Harvey. And now you know the rest of the story. Well, we don't know the rest of the story. No. You idiots keep dragging your feet. Peter slash Paul Harvey is still doing the ad reads for Sit to Cow right through the middle of the thing. He's talking Two about people that. people
2: understand exactly what we're
3: talking That's about. That's fine. Bose Wave Radio. Back to you. No, all I would add to this is... So she's saying basically the NFL has not told him, hold off until we get this ruling... I, I don't know if I buy that. Not that her reporting is wrong. Well, what is he doing? Pulling this out of his crack? Right. I don't think he's sitting there going, well, I just really got to think about it. I got to keep thinking about it. I don't care what negotiations they're doing. I just got to think about it so hard. No, man, like you got all the facts. The facts are there. He's a smart guy. He probably read all the facts from the previous finding that they just did. Probably read that in less than two days. Had all his opinions kind of made up on it and thought, all right, now I'm going to wait for my good buddy, Roger Goodell, who personally called me and asked me to do this. I am going to wait for him to give me the green light to say, go ahead and release what you've thought and put this ruling out. And I'm guessing that, yes, this is all on hold, even though Mary Kay Cabot says that's not the case. I'm going to say, go with my gut here and say they are waiting because every other sign we have out of this process seems to indicate they're trying
2: to get a settlement done between the NFL and Deshaun Watson. Tiger is trying to rally support with the golfers. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan
4: traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon.
5: You'll find that debris has been cleared from the roadway of 270 westbound after I-71 north side. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. And you'll find some slowdowns on I-71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free poke today. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
1: And from every dime a dog night in the Midwest, because here's Man and Bone.
2: Joey Votto is in the middle of the biggest slump in his career. I want to say he's oh for the, his last 23. And I can now guarantee to you he will not get a hit Yep, for the rest of the season because his season is over. He's going to undergo season-ending surgery for a torn rotator cuff Ugh, on Friday. So he's, he's done. He's finished for the year. Yeah, no good. That's
3: awful to see. And I know that you know a lot of Reds fans have held him in sentimental value for many, many years, of course. And obviously his talent as a player when in his prime was certainly hard to surpass. But, yeah, it's just frustrating for a guy like that who you still want to see have some good moments. He's not going to have any more this year, and that's too bad. Uh, Reds walked it off today.
2: Salvaged the game with the Phillies. They beat the Phils 1-0 today. How did it happen, Teddy? I just saw him jumping around at the end of the game.
6: Uh, Jose Barrero, he hit one back up the middle. There's a guy on second, drove
2: him in, and then they doused him with water. Love that. All right, keep your headphones on because I want to talk to you about this golf stuff. So Tiger was in Delaware for the BMW Championship. Can we do something before we get into Tiger? What? We do a little of this. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot we had... You know, you, know, you know who loves water? Who loves water? Tiger Woods loves water. <laughs> and so does T-Bone. I, I do. Go right. ahead. Before we go down, any
3: further, down. I just got to tell you about Connecticut. My guys there, they will clean your water for you. They will get the funk out of it, as we always talk about. I want to specifically bring up, though, the K-5 drinking water station. And I bring my water bottle with me to work because I love the water at home so much that I want to drink it here as opposed to drinking the swill we have here i don't know where they get this from like a pig trough i don't know it's totally different than my water water had chunks
2: in it here today yes
3: protein chunks you ordered the clam chowder water that you get here as opposed to what i get from home which is crystal clear water from my k5 drinking water station but the thing i love about this and this is just showing how good Connecticut is at designing these products they have a fast flow feature to these faucets that they put in when they put in the k5 drinking water station I've never seen anything like this. It fills up my water bottle quicker than anything else that I've ever had, any other faucet I've ever used. Now, is that the biggest reason why I like it? No. It just works really well, and it makes it easier to use. Kinetico does that start to finish custom filters for your K5 drinking water station, depending on what you have in your water. Have someone out today to check out your water and tell you what they can do to fix it from Kinetico, KineticoColumbus.com,
2: and tell them I sent you. All right, Tiger. Tiger. Tiger also loves water. He was in Wilmington, Delaware for the BMW Championship. He met with a select number of players to discuss the future of the PGA Tour and how it might be strengthened in its ongoing battle with Liv for the best players in the world. According to one player who was in the meeting, of course this is anonymous, the player said, it was about all the top players getting on the same page, it was a good meeting. So, I, look, I don't know if Tiger's going to be the de facto rah-rah guy for the PGA. I mean, he's kind of been that before. Rory's been very vocal about that, too. But, you know, Greg Norman and the live guys, they continue to tout changing the game of golf. And I assume you're going to start to see more pushback on the other end. I know that the PGA as a whole has been pushing back. But I think now you're going to see more players start to push back. Yeah, I tend to think so. What I find interesting, too, is I am, I'm quite
3: sure Tiger's not wrong in pushing that button for a lot of these guys and saying, we need to uphold, you know, what would we be without the PGA, right? The PGA's what helped us all have these careers that are worth tens of millions of dollars. He's talking to the top players in the game. Right, He's not just talking to the the guys who just barely make the tour every year. Yeah, not everybody was invited to this. Yeah, it was an exclusive club. And most of those guys don't make what Tiger has made. But they make a lot more because of Tiger and because of guys like Tiger who came before them. And all that was fostered by the PGA. So I get all that. But I think what's really interesting and what this probably will come down to for not just these 20 guys that were in this meeting with Tiger, but really all these golfers going forward is... You've got on one hand, Phil Mickelson saying, you've got the chance to change golf. You, you can come over here to live and you can, like me, change golf and change everything and make golf better for the future. And Tiger's on the other side saying, you can save golf. You can stay here, be a part of the PGA, not join with the dark forces over there. Stay here and be a part of the preservation of this thing we all love. Either way, the messaging is coming down to these big-time golfers who've got all the money in the world they could want. They're they're both going to be appealed to by Phil, by Tiger, and all the parties they're in. They're going to be appealed to as, you can do something huge. It's your decision, but the power rests with you. And I'm interested to see which messaging these golfers buy, because the money's there either way. Well... Not, not the money that you get at live, where you get $50 million for finishing 40th and never have to worry about making a cut again. But they, you think they're hurting on the PGA Tour? If they're a top 20 golfer, they're
2: doing fine. Let's take, the, uh, let's take the Saudis out of it. And I know that that's easier said than done. But let's pretend like they're not the money people behind this. Right. So there, there's no ethical dilemma that you have. And, you know, as guys like Charles Barkley like to tell us, everybody kills, everybody murders. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, these, you know, I'm sure MasterCard is doing business in Saudi Arabia, and they do business with the PGA. Oh, right. I, I get it. Let's take
3: all of that out. To be clear, when I was saying dark forces, the dark side, like, I'm just saying, you're, if you're I looking understand at it from Star saying. Wars, I get the, it. you know, the PGA is representing themselves as the heroes, and Liv is saying, we're, we're the, you know, they're kind of the new force coming in. So, yeah, that's, that's all of it. Phil Mickelson,
2: Bryson DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson... These guys are not going to live to change the game of golf. That is what they tell you. They are going to live for more money and the power that comes with it. That's why Phil Phil doesn't well, I care. Think, I about, think it's that second part, the power. Okay. okay, but Yeah. I just said, and the power the that power comes with it. Is, is None of these right. guys are poor. None of them are. But Phil Mickelson has all the money he would ever want for generations to come, even gambling away $20 million of it every single year, he'd still have more money than anybody. Yes, you're right. Except for maybe Tiger, right? I would think so. But what is he concerned with? He's concerned with owning his own NFT image <laughs> Which, and having the right to right. post his highlights on his social media. See, these, these petty rich people, you really want, if you have the opportunity someday... You get invited to a hoity-toity country club, or maybe you are a member of said hoity-toity country club. Just park yourself down there for an afternoon and listen to what these people talk about and complain about. Oh. Because they have all the money they'd want. They're in the country club. They've got two homes, three homes, but they will sit there for an entire afternoon and bitch and moan about their friend Jay, who didn't invite them to Jay's daughter's wedding and what an insulting proposition that is. And this is what they do. Phil Mickelson has more money than God. Yet he's going to he's going to sit there and make a big stink about his NFT image.
3: Well, right. It, it I think for these guys as much as the money is hard to deny and I'm and I'm sure that is a big part they of it. They have the money. Right. I think it's more about this power play and I think that's why Tiger is not saying like guys if you stay here do you think LIV's going to last more than 5 years? He's not going that route. I I'm, I'm sure his play more is do you want to be the guy who helped kill the PGA or do you want to be the guy who helped save the PGA? Do you want to be the group of people that Laura looked at 20 years from now to say the legacy of this player is that when everyone else was jumping ship ship to go get more money, this guy stayed and helped the PGA survive. And then they, you know, this live thing fell apart. It all crumbled. All those guys came back eventually or retired, whatever. But this group stayed and fought and fixed the PGA and helped it get better. Like I'm guessing that's part of the appeal that he's trying to make because that's you're right. At the end of the day, what's going to appeal to a lot of rich guys who are in these meetings with Tiger is the power. They want to be able to say, I've got the power to do something to change it. And of course, Liv's trying to sell him on that too and say, yeah, but if you come over here, we can... We can change the PGA from outside, and then there can be more PGAs. There can be more access. There can be more this, more that. Whether that's true or not, that's what they're going to sell. The money, you're right. Eventually, the money's going to increase on both sides. These guys will get richer and richer and richer, I'm quite sure. But at
2: some point, someone has to realize it's not good to have a house divided in golf. All right, so speaking of money, big lawsuit has been filed seeking damages of $750 million involving all of this we'll talk about it next common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic
4: from the meister's bar and pizza traffic center
5: Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find traffic is slow on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Plan on some backups over there. And more slowdowns on I-70 eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315. About a five-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Gusto. Gusto doesn't build meditation apps or feed the planet. Gusto supports the people who do with happier paydays, health insurance, hiring, you name it. Gusto does payroll benefits and so much more for people who do incredible things. Learn more at Gusto.com. I'm the NRA with fan traffic.
1: You wanted the best. Instead, you got these two. This is Common Man and T Bone.
2: Join Matt Andrews and Tyvis Powell under the lights for the fans' high school football game of the week. Coverage of this week's matchup: Hilliard Bradley at Olentangy Berlin starts Friday night at six thirty. And after the game, stay tuned for high school football overtime, featuring scores and recaps. Then, when you get home, catch highlights from games around Central Ohio on First and Ten Friday nights, eleven fifteen. On 10 TV. So Patrick Reed, uh, he's now with Live Golf, is suing the Golf Channel. And how do we say this person's name? Brandel Shambly? Yeah, Chamblay? nailed, nailed it. It. Yeah, You got it. All right. He is seeking $750 million in damages. Uh, he says that his reputation has been tarnished purposely. Lies have been spread By this dude in the Golf Channel. Uh, The attorney for this is a guy by the name of Larry Clayman. Uh, He is one of these attorneys that files defamation lawsuits all the time and loses them all the time. Remember uh, Sheriff Joe Arpaio? Yes, I remember him. And how he went and sued like every television station that ever said a negative thing about him. This guy was the attorney. And they lost all of those. Yeah, well, he also, this attorney for Patrick Reed,
3: uh, Clayman, he also sued the PGA Tour last month as a fan, oh, claiming that the tour's live golf suspensions would water down his experience at the Barracuda Championship, hosted by Hart, where they just come out and sing Barracuda. Right. (laughs) Right? Not even playing golf. It's just actually a rock concert sponsored by the PGA. No, but that... So you're right, this guy, this lawyer, he likes to go after the big fish whenever possible with ridiculous lawsuits, which probably work 99, or don't work 99% of the time, but that 1%, he's hoping will cash in. No, well, this is not going to work for How him. How much
2: is he suing? $750 million in damages. Um, That's okay. The court documents allege Chamb- Chamblee, who works as an analyst on the Gulf Channel, uh, have conspired as joint tortfeasors. I don't know what tortfeasors is, but hey, it makes me Peeps. laugh. <laughs> Sounds like something the Torg would have said. Is he's a tort? Hey, tortfeasor. <laughs> uh, for and with the PGA Tour, its executives and its commissioner Jay Monahan to engage in a pattern and practice of defaming Mr. Reed, misreporting information with falsity and or reckless disregard for the truth purposely omitting pertinent key material facts to mislead the public and actively targeting Mr. Reed since he was 23 years old to destroy his reputation, create hate, and a hostile work environment for him. By the way, Patrick Reed has had such a horrible time. He's had such a horrible time on the PGA Tour that he was offered tens of millions of dollars to go play live golf. Again, I mean, isn't the whole reason
3: I know what we just said in the last segment These guys are going to live golf to get more money and more power, but the money still exists. I mean, how much would he, how much does he stand to gain by going to live golf, right? Tens of millions of dollars. So how are you saying that your whole argument, if you're Patrick Reed or any of these other guys that are jumping ship and going over to live golf, isn't your whole argument that the PGA doesn't pay enough and thus you need to go find another place to go play and I know you want to change the game and all that but if the PGA was offering the same amount of money for the same amount of work you'd probably stay there I'm just saying where would you that a new golf league developed out of nowhere and they're not paying you 750 million dollars how in the world can you claim you've lost that because of whatever Brandel Chambly has said on the Golf Channel, like I, that makes no sense to me.
2: Uh, the lawsuit also says that Chambly and the Golf Channel have set out to destroy Live, along with, it, with its golf professionals. All right. Well, okay. Well, what does that have to do with anything? Is that a part of right? Is that is a that, part of your defamation lawsuit? are we
3: just throw it <laughs> throwing out? Uh, are you allowed to say that you don't like Live Golf now?
2: Or does, I mean, again, it, no. Apparently, if you say that Live Golf sucks. They're going to sue you for that. This they can, can. and waste their time because you'll never win. I don't know this
3: lawyer from anywhere, but given that he was defending Sheriff Joe Arpaio at one point, I'm going to guess this dude's not a big fan of people who are like ultra woke, who like safe spaces. But it's fine to me that the people who tend to scream about snowflakes all the time are also guys like this who then go out and sue for seven hundred million dollars when you said something hey, cross about that seven hundred and fifty. Oh, excuse me, I've sorry. dollars. <laughs>
2: what do you like, make of all this, Teddy? I'm curious, you're a golf guy.
6: Well, Patrick Reed, he's had a history of people accusing him of cheating. I mean, it goes back to his college days. And Brandel Chambly, he's the type of guy who he he's almost kind of like a Skip Bayless type of guy where he says a lot of things and he upsets a lot of the golfers. So I can see each side. I, I'm not a big fan of either one of them, to be honest with you. So, I mean, that's how you just kind of look at it. Like, Patrick Reed, he's a—he's not a very good person, and Brandel Chamblee
2: isn't either, so I don't care
6: who <laughs> wins or loses
2: against no, but I, And I don't know anything about this Brandel Chamblee guy, but I assume he didn't make up these allegations, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the like you said, these were things that have followed Patrick Reed around.
6: Yeah, they've been out there since his college days, and earlier on the PGA Tour, there's just some things where... He's been accused of maybe not putting you know, his ball back in exact place or just little things. Winning a
2: defamation lawsuit is almost impossible to do because what you have to do is you have to prove that not only is what whoever you're suing saying is false, but that they knew it was false and did it anyway. And they did it on purpose to cost you money. And they did it on purpose to cause you harm. Yeah. It's almost impossible. That's why we see very very few defamation suits and... The right way for people. Well, yeah, for the people who are suing,
3: who are they suing, usually don't they yes. don't win
4: them,
2: right? I
3: mean, it. Yeah, I, I am. I am sure that if you're a talking head on sports television this day and age, you're going to say some things that are pretty uh, heightened, are pretty out there. Your opinions are pretty tall. <laughs> you need to stand out. Everybody's trying to do that. I'm sure even on the golf channel, you're trying to do that, but. $750 million worth of defamation. No, it's ridiculous. My guess is the only reason you put a number that big out there is not because you think you're going to win $750 million, but you're hoping you could get some judge to say, well, but there is $2 million worth of it in here. And I see what you're saying on that. So here you go. Your settlements up. You I know, doubt.
2: I doubt you're going to get that.
3: I doubt you get anything. I agree. But maybe the number's just so big to start out just to try to get that, that idea of some settlement, not if it's a million dollars. That would seem like a lot if you're suing for a million dollars. You're suing for $750 It seems a lot smaller. Maybe that's the idea
2: here. I don't know. Uh, your guy Elon Musk made soccer fans nervous. I'll tell you why. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
4: From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for. You'll find traffic is beginning to build on Route 315 Southbound between Kinnear Road and 3rd Avenue. Plan on some backups in that area and more slowdowns expected on 71 Northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with
0: Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware.
1: One is angry, the other one is bald.
0: What do
5: you think I mean,
1: bald? Bald bald ball. Here's man and bone. Happy Wednesday! It is
2: Wildcard Wednesday. You tweet us at Man and Bone nine seven one. Stupid topics, questions. We'll try and get to them. What do you got? Uh, let's see. Got a few here. From uh,
3: this one is from ten ten ten. He said, "Fantasy time. You're an Ohio State football player. You get a million dollar name, image, and likeness deal. What's the first thing you do after getting the hooker and McDonald's in Canada? I don't know if I'm getting a hooker." But that's a fine thing for you to do if you want. <laughs> My buddy got a hooker in Canada then chickened out and just talked to her all night. Oh. Well, you know what? That's uh technically what the ad says they are expecting to do when they mm-hmm. are an escort, right? So That's right. Um what would you do? Cuz for me it would be very Ca- boring. I have to be in Canada? No, he just said you go to McDonald's in Canada cuz they have the snack wrap oh, and I they see. have all the stuff we all talked right. about yesterday. I mean, I for me the very boring thing I would do is just You're in college, you're playing football. I'm not I don't have time to enjoy that money right now. I'm just throwing that in the most safe, boring little account that will accrue interest on it more or less for a few years till I'm out of college and I know what I'm going to do with it. But yeah, that's probably the first thing I'm doing is just saving it and waiting to see how much I can get before I get out of college.
2: Um, Well, I'm trying to put myself in that headspace. Um, CJ Stroud apparently did just this. What I'm about to tell you is I would go get myself a killer watch. Oh, yeah. He did have a nice watch on. I saw at the Big Ten Media Day. I mean, to your point, you're like you're not in a position where you want to buy a house. No, right. Why, you, you don't know what I mean, you're going to
3: do with your career.
2: You may end up playing in the NFL. You may end up doing other coaching I'm not stuff. Buy you a know. car because chances are I'm getting one for free anyway. Well, yeah. <laughs> to drive around from one of these local dealerships, so I'd, I'd probably get myself a, a nice watch.
3: Yeah, that's what I, I'm. I, I would do something more on that line, small, and then the rest of it is getting saved. Uh, Hikey Mikey. Says, do you have a specific way other than the directions to cook something? Then he gives an example. He says, "I cook pizza rolls at 400 degrees for eight minutes, and then
2: flip, flip, cook for another four. Perfect pizza rolls." Uh, I do like Tombstone pizzas a little bit different. How do you? Than do the it? directions. I think the directions are 400 degrees for 22 minutes or something like that. Uh, I will not cook it on a rack. I'll cook it on a pizza stone. And I'll do the full max twenty two minutes, but then I will put it under the broiler for like oh a quick to get a little extra crisp six, on the cheese sixty seconds or something like that to get. The, I like my pizza almost burnt. Yeah, I, I get like that. the cheese brown, bordering on black. Okay, well that makes sense. That's a good way to cook it. Uh, uh, Elon Musk is your guy. How so? Well, he's just your guy. You like everything he does, and. <laughs> I've been you a feel like He's big an fan.
3: inspiration. He's done a great job with yes, almost nothing.
2: Well, he was on. Um, it, it amazes me how someone who has this much money just cares so much about being the center of attention at all times, at all times. And so he goes on Twitter and he says, "Also, I'm buying Manchester United. You're welcome." Mm. And this sent everybody into a frenzy. Is he really going to buy Manchester United? And then he come, comes out and says, "Haha, just just kidding." For that brief period of time, people thought he was going to buy Manchester United and everybody lost their minds. I don't know if you've paid any attention to what's going on with Manchester United this year, but
3: they are the early candidates for dumpster fire of the year. They, are, they, they look terrible in their first couple games out. They have not looked good at all. Losing, I believe it was four nothing four to nothing.
2: Brentford. Brentford, yes, I've never heard
3: of Brentford. Brentford Got up in the Premier League last year and hung around, and they were good. The bees, they were industrious, little hard workers. It they sounds they like a boarding
2: there. school in Connecticut, right? That's a Premier
3: League team, but it's not one of the good ones. I mean, they're they're fine. They've they've been surprisingly. Oh, you good. shouldn't lose four nothing to anybody. No, not but not to Brentford. You're Manchester United. It was an embarrassment. That, I mean one of the worst displays they've had. And so this whole off season, everyone's been mad. Who's a Manchester United fan because they missed out on almost all their big acquisitions, all their big players. They were trying to bring in, in the transfer window. Cause they've been bad the last few years. They tried to get a bunch of guys didn't work out. So now their hope is like maybe at the end of this transfer window, which still runs through the end of the month, they might be able to bring in a few more players, but it's not going to be enough to turn this thing around. Cristiano Ronaldo is like begging to get out of there. They have a new manager, Eric Ten Hag, who's been awful so far. I mean, maybe he'll turn it around. It's been a couple games, but they've been the biggest joke in the Premier League so far to start this season. And that, like I Elon Musk saying he's going to buy it at least gives you the idea. Well, maybe he'll just go spend so much money that they'll have to be better. But yeah, it turns out that's just a running joke, and he's not actually yeah, doing it. Yeah, he says, I'm
2: not buying any sports teams, although if it were any team, it would be Man U. They were my favorite team as a kid. Yeah. Have we ever seen
3: that with Elon Musk where he says he's going to buy something and then later backs out What's when the deal with that? Is he that? buying
2: it? Is he not buying Twitter? I don't What's think the he deal? is. I think that's all... Well, they're suing him, right? Well, yeah,
3: they're trying to hold his feet to the fire on it. I'm guessing he'll have to pay know. some can't, kind of fine or something. I can't
2: pay attention to this crap. Why would you want to? I, I don't. I don't understand it.
3: No, I don't either. But yeah, Elon Musk, no surprise. He has to put it, make himself the center of attention.
2: I'm not shocked. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. has lost his bobblehead. The Padres were scheduled to do the giveaway on September 7th, but you know he's been suspended now for 80 games for testing positive for a steroid cream. Now they will do a Juan Soto t-shirt instead somehow millions of people will stop watching the game of baseball because his bobblehead is not available. Now, what do you think they do with it? Throw him in the trash or save it for next year? Because they've probably already had the bobbleheads produced, right? They're going to keep the
3: bobbleheads. They just have to make them a little bigger because the head swells. On the steroids, there you go. No, but I here's what I would do if I'm the Padres. I send the bill for all the unused bobbleheads to Fernando Tatis Jr. and say, you're paying for this because we had to throw we had to scrap this whole thing because you got in trouble. So, there you go. That's 600 grand or whatever that costs. I don't know how many they bought. I don't know what they cost per. I'm just throwing a number out there, but whatever the number is, I'm sending that to him and saying, "Yeah, next year when we go to pay you another
2: huge sum of money, we're taking this amount out because we had to undo this bobblehead night because of you." Joe Burrow was talking about appendix things today. Uh, he said he had the surgery because it did rupture. Well, I we all assume that was the case, right? Yeah. I, well, it either did rupture or it was going to rupture. Nobody just whips out the appendix <laughs> just for giggles. Well, you typically don't do it a week before the season,
3: the preseason's supposed to begin or whatever it was. You don't typically go right, right. there and say, I just felt like it. Eh, Let's just whatever. preemptively remove appendix.
2: it. So he got it out there because it ruptured. He also says that throughout this entire process, he's lost like 20 pounds. So he is trying to put on 20 pounds in two weeks before the season oh, we, starts. We can help you do that. He says he's eating everything. I don't, look, I know you want to get back up to where you were, and I'm sure he's just saying this in jest. I don't think it's a good idea to put on 20 pounds in two weeks, but if you want to, I can help you. We've got ideas. we got oh, plenty I've, of plans that can not help not you Not just ideas that. where it's like, well, I don't know if this works in theory. I'm telling you, I've put on 20 pounds in almost two weeks in right. my life. Well, I mean, Joe Burrow, your, your friends there are going to be a little guy
3: called the pizza delivery man. And uh, anything made by the hostess company.
2: Well, that's the thing is I can't help you get do all this that. the right way. Right. All right. I can't talk about good fats and eating avocado toast and all that. I mean, I'm sure some dietitian will help you. But if you really want to just put on weight, that's all you care about. You're right. It's well Ben and Jerry time. It's yeah. little Debbie time. But again,
3: not to get too deep into the weeds on that. If you could put if you can put on 20 pounds in two weeks, you know how you're going to do it. It's gonna be like tons of water weight. It's not gonna be your actual body has so you get yeah, you eat all the salty, sugary things you want. You chug copious amounts of water, drink beer, drink all that stuff too. You'll add weight. Like you won't feel great. Probably not what you want to have diet-wise going into the season, but you can add 20 pounds. You're not gonna add anything proper you're not gonna add 20 pounds of muscle which i'm guessing is part of what he's concerned about losing given that he hasn't practiced as much
2: i'm gonna tell you about some nebraska football name image and likeness coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the Fan.
4: Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for. Traffic is beginning to build on I-70 eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315. Plan on slowdowns in that area. More delays on I-71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street and Route 315 southbound between Camere Road and US-33. Traffic is backed up there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Now, help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Played safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at one Safe Auto, or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm with Fan Traffic.
0: Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone all backed by the LifeLock million dollar protection package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com/aware.
1: Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone.
2: Colin Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on the fan. Name image and likeness, all right? Yeah. Uh, Players that you would think wouldn't have opportunities are having opportunities to make some cash. One of those is Nebraska wide receiver DeColdest Crawford. Mm -hmm. That is his name, DeColdest
3: Crawford. I feel like I remember his name coming up initially in his college football career when he was getting recruited with people pointing out that was a... Pretty interesting name,
2: image, and likeness possibility. He was a member of the 2022 class, originally committed to LSU, decommitted from there, went to Nebraska. Uh, Unfortunately for him, um, he's not going to play this year because he tore up his knee in camp, so he's going to miss the entire season. But he uh, is in a commercial, got a name, image, and likeness with a company called SOS Heating and Cooling. Um, and you're gonna. I'm gonna play the audio for you. He's in this commercial. I would also like to point out that the woman's voice that you hear is like Nebraska's equivalent of a porn star. She, are you she, are you saying
3: Nebraska has not contributed to the adult film maybe, industry maybe in a way have, you think they should have? Maybe
2: they have, uh, but this woman who starts it off looks like she's been around the block a little bit. Okay. I don't know if she's doing the owner of this company, or they got her from a <laughs> modeling agency doing the owner. I,
1: I don't know. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> how did you get this job? You are doing the owner? Hey, what's it going on? You're busy <laughs> after work. What are
4: you doing? I don't know
2: why this guy's here again. Anyway, I don't know. It's what it sounded is, like uh, to me. The coldest Crawford.
4: I'm so glad we called SOS. RAC is the coldest.
3: I'm always the coldest. S.O.S. to Hey, this is Dakota scrawford ride receiver from Louisiana, now playing in Lincoln. S-O-S. When your AC isn't Dakota's, you call S.O.S. heating and the cooling. Their takes don't make commissions, so they give you an honest opinion, fair pricing, and longer warranties than a competition Guaranteed. S-O-S.
1: Take it from Dakota's. S-O-S.
2: We'll keep you cool this summer. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, man, he got himself some cash. I'm going to just say
3: this because I don't think people, like, I think some people are looking at this commercial. If you watched it, you would say, wow, this is not great quality. And my answer to that is I don't think you're understanding the point of what all this is. Right? Like, first of all, the people who are most thrilled with that commercial are the people who run SOS heating and air conditioning. Because it's getting played everywhere. But also, even if it wasn't, they like the connection to Nebraska football. Right? I'm guessing. There's got to be some of that where they feel like yes of they like we've made inroads
2: and we now can look, show people a, that we've a got local this done company they produce cheesy commercials i've got a bunch of cheesy commercials here would you like to hear them yeah let's we, play th- them these are cheesy commercials that we've played over the years here's our guy teddy's guy pete rose
1: tom i'm gonna tell you something i never told anyone what's that pete i hate eating alone i'm gonna make sure you don't eat alone. really Incredible as it may sound, buy or lease a new used car, or truck from Tom Gill Chevrolet, and you and the guests will have dinner with my buddy Pete Rose. You heard it—dinner with me. Take any test drive, and I'll give you a DVD of Pete's new movie. Buy or lease, you and the guests will have dinner with Pete Rose. Tom Gill Chevrolet, Florence, Kentucky.
2: What the hell is Pete's new movie? Pete Rose had a—he had a movie.
3: Was that an adult movie? I don't know. The story of, of Yum Yum? I don't know.
2: I got Ric Flair here. All right. Uh, here's Ric Flair.
5: Can I get one
6: of those woo tickets? Excuse me? One of those woo tickets.
1: It's not woo. It's woo. 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 Introducing Ric Flair's new woo scratch-off ticket for the North Carolina educational lottery with a top prize of a $100,000. It's enough to make anyone say, woo! 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 Woo!
2: He took that old broad to Space Mountain.
3: <laughs> I like how she really got into the wooing because at first she was, this actress did a really good job where she first was like, I don't know if I'm saying it right. Is it woo?
2: And then by the end of it, she's like, Woo! Oh, She's, she's,
1: like she's ready to
2: go I got another Pete Rose commercial Here's Pete Rose selling furniture
1: Susanna, Kiana, I need some new
4: furniture Pete, I really like this Lane sofa
1: I really like this Lane sofa
4: I really love this Paula Deen kitchen table
1: I really love this Amish kitchen table
4: I just have to have this Paula Deen bedroom set
1: But Kiana, I just have to get this Paula Deen bedroom set
4: Pete, I've been trying to tell you and Kiana that Munchkin furniture has the lowest
2: prices in Cincinnati, with savings up to seventy percent off. Wow!
1: wow. Look we'll we'll at it all.
2: When you jump in the Paula Deen bed, it just yells the N-word at you. That's going to
3: say, that. "How you doing, y'all?" Real, I mean, again, at the time this we'll commercial was butter. done. They didn't know saying, I'd like the Paula Dean furniture meant, I want the racist furniture, please. No, I think
2: this was post-racist, no, I think. No. Oh, Pete doesn't care about that. He doesn't care.
3: Well, he may not, but I'm just saying, I can't imagine they did this commercial with a like, hey, yeah, Paula Dean, you know, the giant racist. We wanted furniture in
2: our house. All right, I don't think that's what the message was. You're giving humanity too much credit, buddy. Fair enough. Uh, Here is Adam Dunn talking about oysters. You recycle paper, you recycle glass.
6: Did you know that you can recycle oyster shells, too? I'm Adam Dunn. Shells donated to the Chesapeake Bay Foundation are recycled into oyster reefs. There, the recycled shells become homes for baby oysters, helping repopulate oysters in the bay. Go to bat for the bay. Join the Chesapeake Bay Foundation. Visit massonsports.com
2: slash cbf to learn more. Now, I'm sure okay. this is a very serious issue that does need to be addressed. However, just the music, Adam Dunn talking about recycling oyster shells, scratches me where I itch. Right. I, I I feel like with that
3: issue, too, like maybe we're, we're aiming a bit narrow for the impact we could have on nature or the environment when we're saying Guys, I know there's 80 billion tons of trash dumped into the ocean every single second, but will you not think of the 15 oysters on the half shell you ate this weekend? What if one or two of those could grow back and be another oyster that you could again eat in a few years, right? Like, I don't, is that the number one problem we have at the ocean right now? Is we got to get some oysters well, for the repopulated?
2: Oyster group yeah. The oyster group that paid him to
3: do that i want to do one for hermit crabs because every time i go down south to any beach town there's always like a million hermit crabs for sale no one's ever talking about what's going on with their shells right when they die we just chuck them or put them in an aquarium or something we need
2: to repopulate those hermit crabs into other things and of course my favorite ed orgeron and his hummer ad
1: hey i'm colt i just love my hummer i believe the hummer is the best vehicle on the road Big, tough, aggressive, and it represents everything that we want at Old Miss. I have my Hummer. You need a Hummer. Tell them about it, JoJo. Mississippi, they are here. The new Rogers Dabs H3 Hummers are here. The folks at Rogers Dabs Hummer are first team players. Come see them.
2: Rogers Dabs and Hummer like nothing else. New H3 starting at just 32,000. Love it. <laughs> I brought my porno star girlfriend to practice.
3: <laughs> Most unbelievable part of that commercial might be a hummer for thirty two thousand dollars. I'm sorry, are you talking about a used Corolla because I think that's what you can get now for 32 thousand dollars. Are
2: they still making hummers?
3: No Well actually, I take that back. they are. they they died, they went completely away, and now they've been rejuvenated as I think an EV. I think they've I think they now have like an EV level quality to them or something or at least a hybrid quality to them, but they're back. What is Lithuanian trunk meat commercial? <laughs> what is that? Uh, that was something to do with the Ball Brothers. When they went to play in Lithuania, their their coach, did he get in trouble for selling meat out of his trunk? <laughs> <Or> <laughs> and, he we, and we made did a this? fake
2: commercial? We did. Oh, okay. Is it any good? I don't remember. Okay. Hello, this is Virginia's Sex Kiss, and I'm here to tell you about one of the best forms of protein you can find along the side of the road, Lithuanian Trunk Meat. No matter how busy you get, you can always make time to track me down, ask me to open my trunk, and select from the assortment of various meats I have at my disposal. At Lithuanian Trunk Meat, we strive to bring you your favorite deli meats, such as ham turkey, and bologna, as well as more exotic meats, such as kangaroo, horse, and rat. Yes, as the number one dealer of rat meat in eastern Lithuania, you can trust we source our rat meat from only the dirtiest and darkest sewers in the region. Remember if I asked this was any good? The answer was no. I don't remember. There was another 30 seconds, by the way, that I saved you from. I just wanted to point
3: out, Fran Frischilla. This is a tweet from December 12th, 2017. Fran Frischilla, Okay. Prominent former American player who played for LeVar Ball's son's new coach had some insights on him. Number one, competent coach with freewheeling pick and roll offense. Number two, speaks no English. Number three, screams the entire game. Number four, sold meat out of his car trunk to his players (laughs) after practice. I swear. That's funnier than our dumb commercial we made. (laughs) Furthermore, we said his name at the beginning of that commercial, and you might have thought we made that up. His name was Virginius Seskis. which we, I think, turned into Virginia Sexkiss or something, but close enough, right? I mean, that's... Alright, I
2: have my favorite commercial. Just just for you. This is your I, favorite commercial. Gosh. This is your favorite guy, too. I'm sure I don't know what you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about.
4: They said I couldn't be a high school mm. quarterback. They said I couldn't get a D1 scholarship. You can't make it. You're not good enough. You're not skilled enough. They said I couldn't win a Heisman. They said I couldn't win a national championship. They said I wouldn't be a first-round draft pick. They said I couldn't play in the league. Ah! appreciate
3: that hmm. all right that was no, i, I no, enjoyed how everything in that commercial was not true up until he said they said you couldn't be a division or a first round pick and then they were wrong but they were right because you suck so they were right when they finally did actually criticize you and
2: said i don't think you'd be a first round pick he was and he was terrible why does everybody always have to be the underdog i don't why know. does that make you feel better Tim Tebow, look, I'm not the Tim Tebow hater that T-Bone is here, but but he was the number one high school football player in the country. Yep. Nobody said you couldn't get a D1 scholarship. You had every single significant D1 school offering you a scholarship. Nobody says you couldn't win the Heisman Trophy. Oh. That, when he w- w- committed to Florida they said it's a matter of time before this guy wins the Heisman trophy. Yeah. Nobody says you couldn't win a national championship. No one said any of this. He was the lit, he won the
3: award, I'm pretty sure as a junior in Florida in high school, he won the award for best player in Florida, you know, a state-level no high football school talent. football in Florida. And in that season he broke his leg halfway through and could not complete the year. So he didn't even play a full season. They were like, ah, that's good. everybody's got to. We the know underdog. how good you are, Tim. You're still going to be the player of the year in Florida as a junior, and then I'm
2: guessing he won it again as a senior. But now, in fairness, he didn't write that commercial. Some PR person did, but he could have said, "No, I don't want to do this." This is the dumbest copy I've ever seen,
3: and I don't. None of this is true. No one ever doubted me, but whatever. Yeah. So just remember that. Tim Tebow, ultimate redemption story. No one believed in him, except everyone did at the time.
2: All right, we're going to get back on track coming up next. We're going to talk about people having sex on a Ferris wheel at Cedar Point. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
4: From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
5: All right, you're going to find some delays out on I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and Route 315. Traffic is stop and go in that area. Please be cautious as traffic continues to build. You'll also find some delays on I-71 southbound between 5th Avenue and I-70. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessit. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. Ohio Laborers and Lessit are reminding you to never text while driving. No text message is worth being distracted and getting into an accident. Take the safer roads today at OhioLECET.com. Together, we can stop distracted driving. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic.
0: change the game on identity theft save up to 25 percent your first
1: year at lifelock.com slash aware these two probably should have stayed in their basements you're listening to common man and t-bone
2: it is wild card wednesday
3: um i got a couple of them for you here one is from fc creed who said yeah Regarding friends, one of our mates thinks, not me and you, one of this guy's friends, about the show Friends, thinks Monica was more attractive than Rachel. We realize this could be a hot take, so we need your input. We know Jennifer Aniston is ageless, but from 94 to 2004, Courtney Cox
2: was something. First of all, she's not ageless. I've been watching the morning show. She can't move her face. She looks her age. Okay. All right. It's fair. Um, depending on the season, I'm not saying that you're wrong. There were some middle seasons there where I think Jennifer Aniston got too skinny. And I think Courtney Cox was doing just the right stuff when she grew her hair out long. See, I've, I've never had the, like,
3: I I guess what I'm looking at is there. Courtney Cox to me was always, in my opinion, just better looking in that time period for me. That's just a personal preference. I don't think that's a hot take, though. I don't. Yeah, like I'm. I'm saying she's not an underdog. No, Courtney Cox is hot. No, they were equal, equally matched in that regard. That's this just in? They hired two very hot women to play very hot young single people on a TV show about hot young single people. Did they not? Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, then Brent says a heated debate amongst my friends. How tall would a praying mantis have to be to absolutely terrify you? I would say three feet. I know your three answer feet. is life size. Like no, your answer is the, one, me. the ones that's the size that they come right yeah, now. The,
2: the size they are now. <laughs> if there was one in here, I'd run out of here and quit. I like praying
3: mantises though; they're cool well, to it look at. Matter with you? No, they're not because they don't. They're not. It doesn't matter. It's. Just, I hate bugs. I know you hate bugs. I hate bugs, but that's a bug that's very interesting to I'm me. I'm not saying bugs are not interesting. I just happen to hate them. Yeah, you're right. If I had one like sitting here unexpectedly, it would make me go, ah. But then I would very quickly look at it and go, ooh, that's cool. No, I worried. know it's
2: not going to do anything to me. It's not going to do anything to you. It's gonna, it doesn't matter. It might flutter
3: up in your face. Oh, that's hey. the only thing they do. It's not going to sting you or bite you or hurt you in any way
2: like that. We were playing uh, commercials in the last segment, and several people tweeted the program and said, don't forget about the Sammy Sosa commercial with Armor Hot Dogs. I did forget, but I'll make it up to you. Hola, Sammy Sosa here,
1: and I love Armajado so much. I'm going to sing about it.
2: Armajado, Armajado, a quien le gusta Armajado, a los niños, a la niña, que se quieren reír, a los chicos, a la chica, que se quieren divertir, dame Hados, Armajado,
5: the dos kids love to
2: Mmm, I love those Armahead The singing is... It's uh, my favorite. <laughs> it's my pretty favorite. great. It doesn't get any better than that. As far as athlete commercials, that's the greatest of all time.
3: I'm going to... I would bet every bit of money I had that that was a commercial read that took the better part of maybe two minutes, and that was all they got with him. They did not have a half an hour, and that was the best they came up with. That was Sammy Sosa's coming in. He's going to sing whatever you put on this page or read whatever's on this page. He's going to do it once, maybe twice. You better help everything's recording because that's it. We're not. He's not sitting there for a half an hour workshopping how to better hit
2: the pitch and the note. He's going to do it once or twice max. I saw this on uh, 10TV.com. I like how, by the way, when you try and click off 10TV.com, it begs you to stay. Well, that's like, an interesting tactic. Don't forget about this story. Yeah, Shut I, up. I want to leave. I'm done with if you. If I was
3: on your website and I'm clicking away from it, I'm done. Don't ask me to stay. You just that's, you stay no, there because people pity
2: you? No. I uh, would not stay. A man and a woman were arrested at Cedar Point on Sunday after four witnesses told Sandusky police they saw the couple engaged in sexual intercourse aboard one of the rides. Mm-hmm. According to a police report, uh, David, David (laughs) David Davis and Heather Johnson, both 32 years old, were allegedly seen having sex while on the Cedar Point attraction Giant Wheel, which is a Ferris Wheel. Oh, okay. The two were confronted by a Cedar Point police sergeant and security before the Sandusky Police Department was called. The group of witnesses included two juveniles who were in the cart below the couple on oh, the Ferris no. wheel. Oh, that's unfortunate. The two initially denied any accusation. Johnson reported to officers that she had shorts on under her dress, dropped her cigarette pack out of them, and when she picked them up, Davis helped her. That's all they were doing there. Oh, I see. Let me help you with your cigarettes. <laughs> Uh, Witnesses told police they felt the cart shaking and saw the man and woman both expose themselves on the ride. Oh. The couple later admitted they were, in fact, engaged in sexual intercourse. Right. I mean, they kind of are going to know that given, I'm
3: guessing they've got cameras and things now to keep track of what's going on. It's it's an amusement park ride at like a giant company. Like, they're not going to just have no way to verify. Like, if someone fell off of that thing, they'd want to know, well, did they stumble off of their own accord, did something break, they would want that for legal purposes. I'm guessing they also have
2: cameras there to say, oh, did someone bump uglies on our ride? Well, (laughs) then we should know that too. They were both arrested and transported to the Erie County Police Department where they were charged with a misdemeanor of the first degree. I do have actually an amusement park joke I could make there.
3: As punishment, they were sent to Kings Island.
2: (laughs) The vastly inferior park, in my opinion. Now, I am not a... uh, I'm not a roller coaster guy. Well, I think I don't. I don't go. you have to, these to places. like roller coasters to go. To right? I don't. Places. I don't go to these places, so I, I wouldn't be able to tell you which is the better park. Because quite frankly, I've been to neither of them. You've never been. I have never. Why? I don't. I don't ride the rides. Why would I go? But like, I'm saying, if you go and you walk around, they have other rides than that. You know me so well, so I don't even like the rides. That I'm going to go walk around with thousands of sweaty people that I hate.
3: I know now you're not doing that. Even though you do have a small child that might find some of the kitty rides enjoyable, I get it. Good for her. I get it. I'm the parent. I make the decisions. I, I also get that. I'm saying maybe like when you first, you know. When you twenty years ago, maybe you would have been like, "Hey, you know what? Let's check these places no, I out." knew
2: I didn't like Roller coasters then okay. why would I go? I didn't
3: know if that had changed over the years. So it's always been you've I never hated, liked them. No, I've ever. When I was a kid, I hated them. Okay, well, I did. I did too the first time, and then I rode them again and was like, "Oh, they're fun." No, no, I grew no. up, and Crap. then I got and then I got too fat for. I them, get they sick to my stomach.
2: I don't like it. I yeah, don't, yeah, that's. Fair. I can't even go on the swings now. Oh, really? Yeah, like Samantha wants me to go on the swings with her. Oh, I thought you meant the swings at the amusement parks. No, like the big I'm carousel like regular swings. swings. Oh, gosh. Like, I'm just, I'm pumping myself on the regular swings, and I feel like I'm going to throw up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, too, if I saw
3: That's that. That's not I what agree. I meant. It's I, I, I would be Pumping my legs on is is the swing. I, yeah.
2: Uh huh. This is. I'm not. You know. I got it.
3: All I'm saying doing is myself on maybe, the Ferris
2: wheel. Maybe
3: you go to an amusement park once in your life. Just see what it's like. Well, wait a second. I've been to an
2: amusement park. When oh, I okay. was a kid, I went, and I didn't have any fun because I didn't like the rides.
3: I'm just telling you. Cedar I'm telling Point. i
2: 42 years old. Let me live.
3: Cedar Point has other things you can like go on what an do they observation. Have? They got a don't they have a tower thing you can go up in and look out? Oh, great! I want to go check out the view. Yeah, of Lake Erie. It's it's picturesque. It's wonderful.
2: Are there other people there? Yes. Look, if you could shut down the park and just have me go up in the little tower thing and I can look at the view, I'll go. You should go with Coaster Bob. Like, because oh, he that's probably, he'll want. get
3: you in in a day when there is nobody else at the park because he gets all the behind the scenes access. Forget and, about it. Coaster Bob will get you there. How are
2: all the uh, hot
3: air balloons this weekend? Good? Oh, yeah. I forgot those were going on. Up. I wasn't around them. I saw, I, I left town. It's the
2: big fest. Yeah, I know. The I was Marysville
3: there. the big Marysville fest. I know. I'm, I heard it was great. I didn't go. I assume
2: you didn't go? No, I went. I was think? the grand marshal of the, of the air balloon parade. <laughs> man, I tell you what. The I, amount did, of times- I did it in that air balloon. <laughs> I was by myself, but I did, did it. Did someone bend over in front of you to get their cigarette? Oh, and man, I pick- dropped my cigarette! What are you going to do? You got to help them out. I'm just helping. I'm, I, I really got to shove those cigarettes in her pocket. Mm-hmm. I got to shove it in there. Be- <laughs> wearing tight pants yep that's right Uh, anyway what's next I'm afraid to say anything BYU is out of their minds details next common man and T-bone on the fan fan
4: traffic from the
5: Meisters Bar and Pizza Traffic
4: Center Good
5: afternoon, watch out for an accident causing some heavy slowdowns. On 670 Westbound to 44th 4th Street, it is closing down the right side. Please be careful as traffic begins to build. You'll also find some backups on I-70 Eastbound between Mound Street and Route 315. Tap those brakes, it's going to be a five-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lesset. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. Ohio Laborers and Lesset are reminding you to never text while driving. No text messages or being distracted and getting into an accident. Take the safer roads today at OhioLECET.com. Together, we can stop distracted driving. Only Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
0: If
1: Biggie's Eyes was a radio show, this would be it. This is Common Man and T-Bone.
2: I have some sad news. Oh, what's that? One of my favorite names in sports has been told to go away. The 49ers have cut Robert Gimdice. Oh, that's too bad. Kimdiche. Mm-hmm. He was a 2016 first-round pick. Has only started six games in his career. And he has been told to go away by the San Francisco 49ers. Now, correct me if I'm wrong.
3: Robert Kim DJ first came into our lives as a big time recruit to right. Ole Miss. Am I wrong? That's right. And like that's how long we've been talking about him is when he was a high school recruit, and then I want to say they recruited his brother as
2: well. Am I wrong? Like they, I think you're right. There was right. some Wasn't inducement that, to well, that get Hugh his Freeze right, and Hugh Freeze yes, was there. That was all and part he of that. Was getting all these five star guys? And everybody looked at that situation and said, "Huh." Robert Kim was a surprise. How's you, that happening? Yeah,
3: and then he came out, if I'm not mistaken, Hugh Freeze, and said, "Hey, if you know about any improprieties, why don't you call this phone number?" Now, excuse me, I'm going to go dial other phone numbers from the this phone cell phone. The phone number
2: was 1-800-900 numbers to prostitutes. I to say, the phone number was 1-800-KISS-MY-ASS. <laughs> right. yeah. You got details? Yeah. Call
3: 1-800-KISS-MY-ASS. Yeah, that's right. So anyway, that's that. That's how long we've been talking about Robert Kimdiche is I when he Diche. was a high school recruit going to Ole Miss, and now the circle feels a little complete there, where he we followed the start of his kind of college to pro career, and now... He's been cut. Maybe it's not over. Maybe he'll land somewhere else, but he's
2: on the way out. Uh, BYU, you brought me this story before the show. BYU is out of their minds. Yeah, the, okay. So the NFT thing has become a, a big deal. F- fun. Fine. For for two seconds. I was going to say, it's a, it's a big deal in theory for like seven people. You but know, anyway, go you ahead.
3: Know, you know, yes, more on that in a second. But uh, this guy named John Cheney, who is the CEO of an online NFT company, which I think is the only way you can have an NFT company is if it's online. As opposed
2: to a brick-and-mortar <laughs> NFT right, company? All those brick-and-mortar physical <laughs> NFTs. I, I prefer my NFT companies run by mom and pop. <laughs> right. Anyway, he's the
3: CEO of NFT company called Okavu. O-C-A-V-U. Uh, uh, Okavu, right? Okavu. A okay, Kim Yes. So he approached BYU. Apparently he's a BYU alum. And he approached and said, "Hey, I've got an idea. You guys want to do name, image, and likeness? But they are very itchy at BYU about doing anything with boosters. They don't want to do any type of collectives." Now, the reason they give in this article is because the BYU folks don't run; they do not want to run afoul of any NCAA rules. My personal opinion is they don't want any of the players to actually get any of the money. So they they would rather it all go to the school, where the school can then decide how much, if any, of the money the players get, which is how they're doing this. So these NFTs will be, you know, player images that the schools can then decide, well, how much the money goes basically to the schools through a partnership with the players. They can work out a deal with the players ahead of time through the school and the school only. But the school gets to clarify that through this company. And thus, money's not going directly to the players. It's going to the school, then to the players. Anyway, so this this will launch. I guess it did launch as of yesterday. Um, and this is the idea here is that these NFTs will feature current and former BYU players. And there will be limited NFTs, right? You know, video highlights. Some of them will be more rare than others. Just like every other NFT you've ever heard of, if you follow this at all but they will all be available through a website which is called com. yeah Herbie's already on com. he was there i'm surprised the v- domain name was available to be honest with you but com, i i clicked on this website and you're going to be shocked to find out it goes nowhere like it doesn't work as of oh, it right doesn't? now oh does it no it says the site cannot be reached so oh. maybe it Maybe, Maybe it's been, so popular. It's been overwhelmed. Yes. Now, the number that they threw out in this, they said in the first year. So what will happen is you buy an NFT from com. Herbie's already bought half of them. You will you will buy these. You will be disappointed in them. You'll say, I should sell them to another SAP. And then another SAP comes along and says, hey, you bought that for $10. I'll buy it for 15 because they're only going up in value or so I'm told, which is not true. That's actually wrong. But let's say it goes up to $15. And let's say then there's a 10% fee on it from BYU. BYU will collect that money, and that will be how they continue to make money off these even after they first sell them. They will get a percentage every time one of these gets sold again and again and again. And that is why this guy, John Cheney, who owns this company, said it could be worth $20 million to the school in year one. No
2: bleeping, no bleeping way. There aren't enough buzzers I can hit. No, they, they really think. They really think this is going to be worth twenty million dollars through the end of time. Right? Let alone let a year. alone year one. Well, the here- the Earth will crash into the Sun
3: before this hits twenty million dollars for BYU. BYU fans might get mad at me for this because or at us for this for saying that because I've always heard from BYU fans like you don't get how loyal we are outside of like Notre Dame fans. You don't get how much money twenty million dollars is. Well. <laughs> Here's the only reason I might say BYU fans could get this over $20 million in the first year. Here's the only reason. And they're not going to like it is if you're willing to cheat just like everyone else you say you're better than, right? Because the whole reason they're doing it this way is to say, we're not dirty cheaters like the SEC or all these other schools, Ohio state, these collectives that are funneling money. We're not doing that. We're buying NFTs on the up and up from the school. Now, if some wealthy business person who's a big BYU fan puts $5 million on a dumb NFT, well, yeah, that's going to bring in some cash for BYU. And if another wealthy businessman is like, I'll I'll buy it for $10 million, and someone else is like, I'll buy it for $15 million, Yeah, I guess if you've got enough rich guys who want to funnel money that way, right,
2: but then question, you're though. no better than any other school that's doing it the same way. There's no way they're reaching $20 million in year five, let alone year one. Let's assume that's true though. Let's assume that this is just a vehicle for cheating. Do you want to know why programs like Alabama and you can even say Ohio State, programs like Ohio State have boosters and they want to cheat. Why? Yes there's a they, well, I mean they want to be connected to the program right. but they there, want there's to win that there's a sense of power but it's about winning and it's about you want to get a piece. You want to feel like you're doing your part to help your team Win your conference, win the national championship. It depends on what the expectation is at that particular school. What's the end game at BYU? Yeah, they're I don't know. They're don't. not winning a national championship. No. They have no conference to win. They're independent. They yeah, have no well, conference to win.
3: They're getting into the Big 12 eventually, but
2: yes. Okay. Right now, they're. So the
3: idea is that they will eventually join the. You know, what that Big 12, it'll be a great conference when they join it. Yeah, you're right. There's no real pathway for them to go win a national championship. There's
2: nothing. That's the thing. It's like, oh, well, you're going to put all this money in for what? For what?
3: Yeah, I mean, again, if you want to go to BYU, that's fine. I'm sure you can go there and have a great career, but just know, like, if you're saying, well, this could get a bunch of five stars to come there because they'll get all this money. Number one, they can get the money easier at other schools. Number two, if you go to BYU, there's all these rules you can't do. The, like I know Notre Dame has rules. Lots of schools have rules. BYU's got about the most restrictive student policy you're going to find anywhere that plays big-time college sports. If you think you're going to go win national championships with that rule in place and with the name image and likeness not being Never the way to, to, to no, there's no chance of that. So you're right. After a year or two where the BYU boosters, if they do try to cheat with it and they throw all that money at it and it doesn't work, they're not going to keep doing it. Again, for a digital, they're not even getting a thing. They're getting a digital copy of a Jimmer Fredette highlight. Yay. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you, man. Don't we all need that? Right. You can't just go on YouTube and watch every shot that's ever made. The gift that you got to have a gif of it that's exclusive to you no, on the but blockchain. You own that shot, then. You own it. Yes. You even own though it. It's not owned by you.
2: You don't even own the rights to the video. Because technically, ESPN or whoever you know owns which, the rights to that. Do you know that. which one you're getting? I'm sure you can. Or do they just assign you a random no, one like, no, hey, man, can... I got Ty Detmer taking a crap. <laughs> There's a video of him on the toilet. I got Ty Detmer's crap. Somehow, NFT. somehow that does not like break
3: any of their rules at the school, but I don't know. Well, he's not drinking a caffeinated drinking Coke a... <laughs> while he's taking the crap. Right. If he was, then there'd be a problem. But it's not just take a video of him on the crapper. That's fine.
2: All the news and notes you need as we go on campus coming up next Common Man and T Bone on the fan.
5: Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some delays on 670 West from the 4th Street. It is blocking the right side. Please be careful over here as things get cleaned up. You'll also find some slowdowns on Route 315 Southbound between Caneer Road and I-70. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Thyme Market. It's grilling season at your local Fresh Thyme Market. This week's save on jumbo 16 to 20 count ECPO raw shrimp. Just $4.99 a pound with digital coupon now through August 23rd. Get real. Only Ray with fan traffic.
0: Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com
1: slash aware. The only thing scarier than Bones analogies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you wanted to see this. This is Common Man and Tebow. Got a busy night tonight here on
2: The Fan. Buckeye show at 6, 8 o'clock, 11 Warriors radio hour, 9 o'clock, the Browns preview show, mm. 10 o'clock. A very special edition of Pervert Ted. What's going to be on the docket for Pervert Ted? I don't know. What is it tonight, Teddy?
6: Um, I believe we get you ready for your vacation uh, fantasies.
2: Oh,
3: vacation fantasies.
2: Teddy's going on vacation starting Friday. That's right. Nice. That'll be fun your wife's vacation fantasy is another dude on vacation <laughs> i was going to say <laughs> as long as it uh, didn't include me that's, that's right that's what so I hate yes that's what right. do you do with the dogs when you go on vacation oh they go with us oh, see now that's a true dog owner yes as opposed to this guy over yeah, here we don't that's lock him right. up in doggy jail it's
3: somewhere. right exactly well because I, I have a dog that's like you know an actual dog sized dog so i can't just take it everywhere with me it's you know he's 60 pounds where's he gonna go can't stay in the where, hotel with us. Yeah, I got to get him his own running space out there. Come on, Ted's dogs are all weigh like two pounds. They got they can stuff those in your wife's purse or whatever. You can carry them in a backpack. You're
2: fine. Ted keeps his dogs in his ace.
3: <laughs> hey, now. well, hey, whatever you got to do. However, you get them from point A to point B, that's fine. We left ours somewhere
1: else
4: on campus.
1: Common man in T bones. On campus, the latest college sports news and notes.
4: Sponsored by Logan AC and Heat Services. Feeling the heat? Call the experts at Logan Services now for hot deals on train air conditioners. And Kim DJ, thank you. Thank you. Uh, your Chicago
3: White Sox, Mike, are making it into the on campus today because they are? yeah, they've launched a name, image, and likeness initiative with I college you say, athletes. Larusa has eligibility. He does actually. He's, He's going to play a kicker. Nebraska's very excited to welcome him on as a wide receiver. That'll be fun. Now, this is called Shy Sox Athlete, and it'll focus on financial and professional marketing opportunities by giving players a chance in college to promote the team and then also kind of, if they want to, learn how to be professional sports administrators, whatever, after they're done playing. So here are all the players they've signed up as of right now. Michigan wideout A.J. Henning, DePaul basketball player Ahmad Bynum and Anaya Peoples. Iowa women's basketball player Kylie firebach Illinois men's basketball player Terrence Shannon Jr. Uh, Northwestern volleyball player Temi Thomas Alera. Michigan women's basketball player Cameron Williams. And Notre Dame women's soccer player Kiki Van Zanten. Kiki! Yeah, Kiki Van Zanten, my gal. Anyway, all those players are going to be promoting the White Sox and then also possibly interning, I guess, with the White Sox if they want to. Not the first time a professional team has done this, as Derek King from Miami, former Miami quarterback, he had signed a contract with the Florida Panthers to be an ambassador, but this is taking it to like another level, so look for more of that. I'm quite sure more sports teams will try to get similar types of things done, and again, it's another way to ingratiate yourselves to college sports fans. Uh, Meanwhile, Simon Frazier, who I thought... And and I was correct in thinking was a former player for Ohio State. But there's also a college in uh, in Canada called Simon Fraser. Oh, there's a yes, and they're the only Canadian school that is a member of the NCAA. They play at the Division two level, and they have announced they are moving four of their home football games to Blaine, Washington. They're going to play them in the states. Due to the COVID-19 entry requirements in Canada, they don't want to miss playing these games. So everyone entering Canada is currently required to be fully vaccinated. They don't want to run into those issues when they play Texas A&M Kingsville, Western New Mexico, Angelo State, and West Texas A&M. So all those games are going to be moved to Blaine, Washington. They have an artificial turf field and covered seating for 2,000 people. It's the last town in Washington along I-5, before reaching the border with Canada. They are located, Simon Fraser, I believe, in British Columbia. So not far from where they are, but they're still going to play these games. So there you go. If you're wondering and you want to go watch some Canadian college football and you live up in the Pacific Northwest, you can go check it out. Meanwhile, in a little bit bigger college football, Oklahoma State's Mike Gundy uh, was talking about Oklahoma and Texas leaving the Big 12. He had this quote. He said, let's just cut to the chase. They made a choice financially to secure their athletic departments for the next 12 to 15 years. People can talk about all the reasons, but that's why they did it, all for the money. Took a lot of history out of this league and a lot of history out of college football with them. I don't know if they took it out of college football, given they'll still be in college football, but whatever. He also said, now they're not the first ones to do it. Texas A&M did the same thing when they jumped ship ship, to the SEC in 2012. Gundy also brought up because he was asked about it, so are you going to keep playing Oklahoma? Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, they have the Bedlam rivalry. Will that be played once those, you know, Oklahoma and Texas move on to the SEC? And Gundy said, quote, they sort of made that decision when they left for the SEC. It's just not going to be feasible. We're scheduled out to 2036, I think, and I'm sure the SEC is going to nine conference games. They'll have to or the media will kill them. The fans would love to keep playing Bedlam, but the people behind closed doors who make the decisions are going to say no. Well, you're one of those people. Can't you say, we'll hold a spot open for you, Oklahoma, if you want to do it. We will gladly kick one of these. What are you going to tell me? You're not going to have a team on your schedule you couldn't kick out of the way to play your rivalry game against Oklahoma? Get out of here. I know they don't want to because they don't want to lose that game more often than not. And they don't want to give any glory to Oklahoma, but that's a thing. Uh, and, and Oklahoma, Coach Brent Venables was talking about the res- resignation of Cale Gundy last week. He said his team has not allowed it to become a distraction. If you didn't catch that story, that is where Gundy, not related, I, be- I don't believe, to Mike Gundy. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, he coached at OU for 23 years. He announced his resignation August 7th after reading aloud multiple times a racially charged word to his players during a position coach meeting, or position meeting rather,
2: and that led to his resignation. I thought this was the case, but it's true. I just wanted to confirm it. Simon Frazier, our Simon Frazier, yes. who played for the Buckeyes, is a surgeon in town now. I, I remembered that there was a story about him a few years ago where he was
3: motivated by seeing the work that happened at Children's Hospital to then go and pursue medicine after his time at Ohio State, if I'm not mistaken. So, good for him. If he needs some cutting, he's your guy. I don't know what he looks like now, but I mean, I... Well, went, he, I
2: he was still a... He, he was 6'6". Well,
1: I don't <laughs> think he shrunk. Well, that's a what large I'm saying. Mang. I,
3: I once was on a bus with him going to class. It just not, he, you know, just one of the guys I saw that I was like, oh, there you go. There's Simon Fraser. And I will never forget just how gigantic he was. And, the, and I thought at the time, like, is this what all of them are like? And the answer is yes. All football players for the most part are gigantic. And so then now working here, I've become more accustomed to that. But he was one of the first like football players I had watched on TV and then saw in person and said, oh that's that's ridiculous he doesn't use huge. a scalpel
2: he just uses his bare hands to rip you open <laughs> I don't think that's right. no i'm just saying good for him to keep on going and doing surgery that's awesome if you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program we got you covered with the rundown coming up common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic
4: from the meister's bar and pizza traffic center
5: Good afternoon. Still watching that accident on 670 westbound before 4th Street. It is taking some time to get this one clear. Please be cautious here in the meantime. You'll also find some heavy backups on I 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Traffic is stop and go, about a 15 minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Dye Market. Get real about flavor and freshness at your local Fresh Dye Market. This week's Save on Haas Avocados, just two for a dollar, now through August 23rd. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic.
1: Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone.
2: Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, I have
3: plenty of those for you. Um, Caleb says, how often do you guys have to utilize the dump button? And do you have any specific times the Panama Ted has saved you?
2: Uh, not enough. I've only had to dump myself once. It used to be different when we had callers. Yes, we used it a lot more with callers than for ourselves. But, I mean, we are broadcast professionals. I'm quite sure that Platinum Fox would like us to dump most of what we say.
3: (laughs) For those who don't know what he's talking about, and I'm sure many people have heard of this, but if you haven't, there's a delay to what you're hearing on the radio. It's built in. It's a digital delay that I forget how long it is. It's seconds of time. So when you hear us on the radio, you're hearing something that I'm saying now six or seven seconds after I've said it. The reason for that is if we were to say poopy, pee, pee, poo, poo or something and they were like, oh, don't put that on the air. Ted can skip the part where I skip. said all that and go right to the thing I'm saying now, which hopefully is not that same. Teddy, thing. when was the last time you had to dump us? Do you remember? Mm,
6: no, I'd, I haven't had to use a dump button in forever, actually. That's good. Yeah, we don't typically Let's change
3: that. <laughs> Now,
0: I, almost, I, I don't know, know how did. it
6: works now. Let me oh see great. Here, uh,
3: I remember the Thursday before I just this trip I just took, the Thursday before the last segment of the show, I was pretending to like play out a character that we were yeah, messing around with, and I almost dropped up. an F bomb because yeah. I was I, I in my defense I was in character. Um, and drunk. Uh, a, <laughs> Oliver says, If you could have one artist living or dead paint or sculpt you, who what would it be and why? Question. I don't know. I don't think I'd want anybody to paint or sculpt me. Like, I'm, I'm not a big fan of my own picture getting taken. I would love let alone to see
2: a marble bust of you.
3: Oh, sure. In all your glory. I wonder how they would do the beard hair. You know, like oh, in marble. Oh, they have ways to do it. I'm, I know, but I'm saying that would take a true master to be able to do that. But you're right. I would want it to be done in marble. I don't want someone to just do it in clay and then no. throw some bronze on Come top on. of it.
2: I want the real deal. I'll have Leonardo da Vinci paint me. Yeah. And then Dan Brown can write a book about secret messages in the common man painting. I'll go with Michelangelo, but only because he was my favorite Ninja
3: Turtle. Uh, Alex, we were talking about this yesterday about the McDonald's Canada and how they have so many more food options than we get here. Like they still have the snack wraps. They have a bunch of other breakfast options. They've got double Big Macs, double Big Macs, four
1: patties on them. Yeah.
3: So he said, Alex said, I live in Hamilton, Ontario, and I think they have so many breakfast options at least because they have heavy competition from Tim Hortons. Every Tim's has twenty cars in the drive-through all morning, and they have one on every block, so they're trying to stand out more. Which, fine. I guess you have to, but wouldn't you think anyway, hey, we're McDonald's. We're different than Tim Hortons. Wouldn't that alone be the differentiation you need? Like, I don't think Tim Hortons has so many different wild options here to compete with
2: McDonald's. Their argument is, we're Tim Hortons. We have donuts. McDonald's does not. There's breakfast competition here. For example, 10 years ago, Wendy's didn't have breakfast. Now they have breakfast. Well, true. And what did McDonald's do? Nothing. They didn't add anything to respond
3: to that. Right. Yeah, I don't know why they would do it there, but apparently they don't feel like they've got
2: enough of the breakfast market they up there. They take us for granted. Yes, they, need to, bring a, they, they need to bring more here. that us stupid Americans will just continue to go to McDonald's because we've always done that, and they give all the good items to the other countries. I will say, my wife
3: was a big fan of the Egg White Delight, and they took that away from McDonald's. She was the only one. Well, I know she wants us to bring that back. And I said, honey, I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not bringing back. I'm I don't not, know if I can get the steam for that one. I am one. not
2: dying on the vine for egg white delight. Get I mean, out of was here. Fine, it was a fine sandwich, but I don't know. If it was it's the that. same except just with egg whites, right? Yeah, that's right. It was like an egg
3: McMuffin. I think it has different cheese. Maybe like a different white cheddar, cheese. white cheddar, maybe Oh, something. I don't know. Uh, Chaney says, my hose. Have you, have you ever thought of doing an uncensored? Would you rather for a podcast? So we do the Uncensored podcast from time to time. It's been a while since we've done one. Would we do it with the Would You Rather
2: theme to it? I feel like if we did, like when we first started doing Would You Rather, um, 80% of the Would You Rathers that we got essentially were, Would you rather have sex with this dude or this dude? Right. And then we eventually said, All right, enough with the dude sex. Would you rathers? All right? Right. We can only. Uh, I feel like if we did un-censored George Clooney one, so many times after would a just while, it gets morph boring. into that. It would get yeah, it would get boring. But I mean, we, we, just, we could we could workshop it. We could try it.
3: We could, and if we record it and hate it, we reserve the right to never let it see the light of day. Exactly. All right. So there you go. There's All some right, rundown. There's some common comment.
1: man and T-bones. The rundown. The
2: rundown. Peter Harvey, the man in charge of the Deshaun Watson appeal, says he won't. Rule until settlement talks reach an impasse with the league and the union. This, we've, we've speculated that they're trying to work something out, the two sides. And now this is sort of confirmed that, yes, they are trying to work something out. Now, what that's going to be, who the hell knows? Although, what did the cabbage say today? She said there
3: hasn't been any conversation. She was told there has been no conversation between the league and Peter Harvey, as far as what the ruling should be, or should they, wait? should they wait until a settlement gets reached? Like, she she is saying, and she is telling you that she believes that Peter Harvey is sitting there going, well, I just really don't know how to rule. I've still got to think about it. Well, I think she's wrong. Yeah, I mean... There's no way. I don't understand how he wouldn't at this point, given that all the legwork was already done for him, right? He didn't have to have any hearings. He doesn't have, they've gotten all that. They have all the info you need. All he's doing is looking at all the info that was gathered in the previous investigation. Yeah, there's no more evidence investigation. To be right. Right. And then he's just going to look at it and go, well, I see why she ruled this way, but I'm ruling a different way or I'm going to keep the same ruling, which is not likely to happen. This all screams to me that the NFL, yes, of course they handpicked this guy, Roger Goodell did. And I'm sure he's going to rule in a way that's closer to what the NFL initially saw it. I'm guessing this is all a way to try to get Deshaun Watson to settle so that the NFL doesn't have to fully go and break their protocol like first time out of the box, right? They probably don't want to use this option if they don't have to, but they also don't want to let Deshaun Watson skate with just six games.
2: No, here's how we know that they're working on a settlement. It's because we haven't heard the union come out and say, we're suing you. True enough. I mean, when when that ruling first came down, they said we will abide by the ruling. When the NFL said we won't, and we're going to appeal this, that's usually when the union would come out and say, well, you can appeal all you want. We're going to sue you. We're going to sue you in federal court. The fact that we haven't heard that means there's dialogue taking place, and it must be productive. Well, and right.
3: The the Players Association having the right to sue here, I don't know if they would win. I don't know if they
2: think they would win, no but I'm sure wouldn't mind, they wouldn't mind keeping it in the, in the story for a would, while. They would lose, but it's the Players Association's job, even if they feel icky about it, to defend their members.
3: Yeah, I'm saying that's probably what they're telling the NFL is, do you really want us to go down this road and keep it in the headlines? Then let's find a deal. And that's why the NFL's saying, all right, fine, let's work something out. As opposed to just coming down and saying, nope, here's the ruling,
2: that's that, we're done. Tiger Woods met with top PGA golfers to rally support um, against Liv. A player who attended the meeting said it was all about the top players getting on the same page. It was a good meeting. Um, look, I know that people in the game of golf, you know, Tiger's been outspoken. Rory's been outspoken. Um, they see it's sort of a, us against them. But the reality is you've had a couple really outspoken guys, but the majority of guys just say, I want to play golf. But they also don't want every single tournament that they play in to be peppered with the same questions. They don't want to think about this guy's leaving, that guy's going to leave, what type of field are we going to have next go around? I want to make sure that I'm winning a prestigious title and not just something that's become uh, half the field it was. I understand it from a player standpoint because they're about glory and reputation. I understand it from a PGA standpoint because they want to make as much money as possible. Yeah. I think I think what this was with Tiger is not just, let's rally support for the PGA. Also, I think it was kind of, well, what do you guys want? What's going to make you happy? And then we'll go to the PGA, and we sort of got them by the short and curlies. If we stay around, we, we already saw them give out more prize money or, or guarantee more prize money this year than they ever have, right? Yeah. Was that out of the goodness of their own heart? Or because Liv is... I don't want to say the term breathing down their neck, because that's not right. But certainly in terms of stealing some of the headlines away, they've made a dent in business. Well, right. I, I tend to think Tiger Woods here, you
3: know, he doesn't have to do anything. He's got all the money in the world. He doesn't have to do this. He clearly values what the PGA has done and wants to try to, you know, establish that that's where golf needs to be played. I don't, again, I don't know how many, I don't know if Tiger Woods is up on all this. I don't know if any of these golfers are, but anyone who's not paid attention to what happened to IndyCar when they split off back in the 90s, this is exactly what stands to happen with golf if you're not careful here. And enough golfers have left that certainly it seems like a little bit of a a panic button has been hit when Tiger Woods is calling a players-only meeting, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that seems like enough alarm bells are going off that he saw a reason to come in and be a part of this. I still contend, as much as the money's huge in Live, the argument being made to the players from both Live and the PGA is, hey, if you play with us, you get to write the legacy of golf. You get to be the one in power. You get to be the one in charge. You get to make the rules, and you get to set the course for golf for the next 50 years. So Tiger Woods saying, I'm with the PGA. I'm staying here. I think that's a powerful statement, and I think a lot of players will probably listen to that, and I think that will do a good thing to keep a lot of the players hanging with the PGA.
1: Common Man and T Bones, the Rundown. The Rundown. All
2: right, yesterday we talked about LeBron's kid, Bronny, and the recruiting rumors. LeBron has responded to those recruiting rumors, and he says they're not accurate. We'll tell you what he had to say. And I have a story here about a very expensive Marlin. Mm. And I want to say this is a real Marlin, not a baseball player Marlin. This is not Scott Stapp singing about this type of Marlin, although maybe it is. I want to say this real Marlin is probably worth more than the baseball player Marlins. Probably so. That is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
4: From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some slowdowns on East Main Street at Drexel Avenue. Traffic is backed up as they get things clear. We'll also find an accident on 670 Westbound before 4th Street. Still trying to get this one cleaned up. Police and Wrecker are now on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Gusto. Gusto doesn't build robots or teach thin classes. Gusto supports the people who do. With happier paydays, health insurance, hiring, you name it. Gusto does payroll benefits and so much more for people who do incredible things. Learn more at Gusto.com. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
0: Every fan knows the right player
1: Uncomfortably talking about food.
4: Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust.
1: This is Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday.
2: Alright, here's what you all came for today. Alright. An update on Marlin fishing. Alright. I have Scott Stapp getting ready to sing for That's us right. too. Ready for the Marlins. At 6 20 p.m. on the final day of the five-day White Marlin it's Open.
1: Baseball, it's Strikeouts, base hits, double plays I have to pause Take the field, hear the roar of the crowd Come on Marlins, make us proud. Come on Marlins, make us proud.
3: Alright, gotta sing it twice Because people may not have heard it the, the first time The White
2: Marlin Open The boat Bill Fisher pulled up to the scale and angler Jeremy Duffy of Bethesda, Maryland weighed in the winning fish. This was the final day. Yeah. At night. And the winning fish netted him $4.5 million. It's incredible. His white marlin weighed 77 and a half pounds. You can make a case that that is a sterling marlin. Sterling example of the breed. I agree with you. Um, the tournament, based in Ocean City, Maryland, drew 408 boats that vied for 8.6 million in total prize money. Do you have any idea? No, I had this I stuff hadn't, had this type of prize money.
3: Uh, live golf apparently is also involved this in is game live fishing. Marlin fishing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the winner got four and a half million just four because and you and get a the half biggest million, fish, one fish. It's incredible. I mean, obviously, like when you first said that. I thought you meant like the fish was worth that much. I mean, it is because it won the competition, but not like they they sold it for, you know, some someone wanted to buy a marlin for $4.5 million. This is just the prize you get for being no, the best marlin like fisher. The, uh,
2: the tunas that they use for sushi and stuff like that. Yeah. Those can go for like a million dollars. Can't they? I think you're right on that. Like just the, because the meat is worth so much. It's incredible. Teddy, will you look that up? Most expensive tuna.
3: Yeah, they do like, uh, I know I've seen that. I I saw a show or a uh, documentary or somewhere where they were showing someone walking through like a Japanese fish market and the guy was like pointing at the different tuna that were there and saying like, oh yeah, that one will get a lot of money. That one is worth a lot. Guys were standing around it and they were like almost kicking the tires like on exotic cars like, oh yeah, that one I'm bidding on for sure, but that one I will bid a lot for. So apparently
2: the white Marlin is very rare because this, this fish weighed 77 and a half pounds okay all right big fish in this same tournament a blue marlin was caught yeah and it weighed 511 pounds oh so a different type of marlin that weighed a lot more but it was that's more common that's a different division i guess both okay. marlins are a dime a dozen I got The you. 511 pound blue marlin netted the person who caught it 1.2 million. So not shabby. Oh, okay, that's pretty good. But not the four and a half million for a 77 and a half pound white marlin. Oh, so it's because it's such a rare fish, I guess. I guess. Whatever.
3: I don't understand how that works, and I used to like fishing. I mean, I still
2: don't mind fishing. I just don't go very often. Give it but a couple years. I'm sure it'll be your new obsession when you're I'll tired with hiking it. and all that crap. Yeah, I know. How dare I like things? Teddy, right. I should it's just not stay how dare you like things. I should just it's, stay at home. You start to like something, and then you become obsessed with it. Yeah, I
3: get I get interested, in it. I'll just like hang out, then sit around looking at it and being like, well, someday. No, I go
2: do it. Teddy, you're what's right. the most expensive Charlie the Tuna? Huh? What was that you I just said? Charlie the there Tuna. There we go. I, oh, okay. Charlie the Tuna. I'm waiting for Ted try. to turn on his microphone. I'm trying.
6: They I, want to
3: broadcast I it. I hit
6: it three times. I don't know. There's this uh, bluefin to- tuna. It's the Ferrari of tuna, they uh, say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and right. And there was a tuna that was 612 pounds. It sold for $3 million. So it was wow. about $4,900 per pound.
2: And that's right. That's not like, oh, it's a prize. That's they're no, going to cut this thing up and they, sell it. Yes, that's the market value. Right, of it. so if that's what the market value is, imagine what the profit must be. Sure. You got to you got to be making a lot of money off of that when you sell that type of tuna. Well, you know the bluefin tuna, right? I mean, that's you're getting the Kroger sushi over there. <laughs> they probably they're probably cutting that up in the back. Yeah, that's right. I I have to say like as a very new sushi
3: aficionado, and a I do not and a nude one as well. I go in completely nude. No, I just, I don't, I don't, I've never had anything close to that, I'm quite sure. But I'm quite sure you haven't. Do you think that's worth, let's, what is, so what does that cost? If it's $4,900 a pound to sell it at the market, and then you go somewhere where they're like, oh, we've got the bluefin tuna, we've got the best of the best, we bought it this morning, you can have this tonight, here's the tuna, here's the sushi, I mean, how much are they serving that for? It's gotta be thousands of dollars, right? Well, I don't right?
2: know, man, I've always thought that was, you know, weird, and I wonder, I- Again, I'm going to let you know my brain here. Okay. And it's not a pleasant trip. So if you want to get off, I, I appreciate that. Pull the that. string. All right. Like aliens or something, if they do exist. Let's say maybe they eat human sushi. Okay. Human beings. Yeah, I got it. And, uh, you know, a rich alien walks into a restaurant, and it's like, you know, you can get your regular human oh that's fine we don't know what this where this person came from maybe they like locally sourced they need to know the state that the <laughs> oh, human came from sure. well because we like to do that where it's like what was the cow's name what farm was he from What did he eat who cares you're about to eat the thing's face i like how you've
3: considered that the aliens respect our borders like they're looking and going up oh, sorry that's illinois, well, they they do. illinois it's like i don't
2: eat illinois they people. don't care about that i like only vegans from ohio <laughs> i want to eat their milky <laughs> flesh Right. But maybe, like, some hoity-toity alien is like, hey, you know what I have here? Slice of Paul McCartney's kneecap. Oh, because it, You've yeah. got a slice of Paul McCartney? How did you get that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not going to believe it. But that's because why? Because he's good at music? Like, that's why we would want well, that? He's he's the, let's say he's the most famous human that was on the menu.
3: But the tuna's not famous. It's just delicious, supposedly. I would think they would be instead going, hey, you look who I've got here. This, this one's well-marbled. This one spent three years on my 600-pound life. And now, coming off, there's a lot of fat there. That may be too fatty. I don't know. I don't know what they value. You don't know what these Grizzly. aliens are eating. Maybe they like that, right? That's right. Maybe maybe that's do. their thing. Maybe different they enjoy the gristle. Folks. That's we right. Don't know how they're, I mean, they're absorbing it through their skin, so they're not
2: even chewing it. There's oh, a whole you think they're evolved past that? You don't I don't think know they what chew? they're doing.
3: I'm saying we don't know what they're doing. Just rub it on their skin. Oh, uh, this is good. I also like that the aliens did not want to cook us. They were like, no, no, we don't. Mm-mm. You want
2: it raw. Well, some people, I mean, the less sophisticated aliens. Oh, they're They've they're got backyard it. barbecues, and they're cooking up Ted. Right. In the backyard. The highfalutin ones, you don't want to cook Paul McCartney. You want to eat that raw. <laughs> you want to get the
3: full essence of That's Paul exactly McCartney? That's exactly right. By the way, now we're talking about fish. It just made me think of this. I saw one of the weirdest like pictures that I've ever seen that was displayed in public, right? And I've been in art museums where they have, you know, photography, where some of that art can be a little weird and out there. Yeah. We went to the, when we were out in Seattle, we went to the aquarium. And uh, lovely. If you are ever out that way, you want to go to an aquarium? It's a great aquarium. Lots of cool stuff there. T-bone here for aquariums. Highly recommend the Seattle Aquarium. It's great. But they had a picture on the wall and they were like, "This photo is one of the greatest photos ever taken, and it shows you know a a, a salmon that is trying to get upstream, and you know it's it's yeah. it's, it's it's a female salmon that's got all the eggs, yep. right? Well, this salmon, of course, what 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 sits at these little waterfalls and waits for salmon to you swim know, upstream? A bear, a bear, right? Some guy taking a photo. Some photographer caught a bear with a salmon in its mouth." And he has caught the salmon at just the moment that the eggs, it has squeezed the eggs out of the salmon. Nice. So you see all these salmon eggs just all over the place. And they're like, this brilliant photo. You can own a lithograph of this for only $99 and all the funds.
2: And I'm like, who wants this on their, like I'm. It it is, it's a unique photo. Who wants this on their wall? Maybe you have a salmon roe fetish. It's gross. Where you see salmon roe and it gets you excited. But what if it were an NFT? Would you get it then? (laughs) I would get the NFT because you know it's going to be worth something. I just
3: just remembered that photo
2: and thought, oh, I can't imagine anybody wanting to display that, but maybe they do. LeBron's son, Bronny James, is a 2023 class guy. There was a report yesterday that he's being recruited by Ohio State, Michigan, USC, UCLA. Um, He is a four-star guy, right? Did I say that? Yeah, you said that. Four-star guy, 6'3". What star is he? Four-star guy? Oh, four-star guy. Yeah. Four, four stars. What do you think a slice of his kneecap would go for on the, <laughs> on the alien food market? I don't market. know why you want the kneecap. You're so into <laughs> well, the kneecap. Well, you know kneecap. what? I mean, we were, rating, we're assigning star ratings to human beings. <laughs> I don't is know. Is that really any different from no, grading just, your sushi? I just don't know why you want the kneecap
3: part of it, but whatever. I don't know.
2: I, I don't know. I assume you could just take off a little slice and no one would I notice. <laughs> if paul mccartney wakes up and he's missing a toe yeah i'm I'm guessing he'd notice it oh i can get you a toe anyway uh lebron went on social media to confirm or deny the rumors he said he has not taken one visit yet and has only had a few calls with coaches and universities when Bronny makes his choice you'll hear it from him
3: oh i'm sure yeah i don't i don't think it's going to get announced just quietly i think you're going to have a very good knowledge of where lebron james's kid is playing basketball
2: alabama is pretending their fans aren't drunk details next common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic
4: from the meister's bar and pizza traffic center
5: Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find a crash on 670 Westbound before 4th Street. It is still causing some backups in that area. Keep an eye out for the police marker on scene. And you'll find an accident on East Main Street at Drexel Avenue. Caution is advised over here. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real about flavor and freshness at your local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on Hass Avocados, just due for a dollar, now through August 23rd. Get real. Only array with fan traffic. <laughs>
0: man is kneading his dough
1: take that for what it's worth you're listening to common man and t-bone oh i'm knuckle deep baby
2: how you doing over there teddy teddy's already in vacation mode today (laughs) i'm just rattled (laughs) you got one more day it's not tomorrow yeah one more day yeah todd bradley's over there i know
3: you made one mistake in like nine months and we're gonna we're going to no. hammer you for it. He
2: made two mistakes
3: in 10 minutes. That's right. You're I'm right. hitting
6: wrong buttons over here. I don't know what's going on. You're just my
2: Fingers are numb. Mm. Is it because it's no. so cold in here? <laughs> I could understand that. <laughs> yes. I'm freezing in here. Always. Uh, last week, Fox announced its NFL broadcast teams. Mm-hmm. This week, it's time for CBS. <laughs> Your main crew, Jim Nance, Tony Romo, and Tracy Wolfson. Yeah. Then right. it's Iron Eagle, Charles Davis, Evan Washburn, Kevin Harlan, Trent Green, Melanie Collins, Greg Gumble and his toupee, Adam Archuleta, AJ Ross, Andrew Catalan and James Lofton, Spiro Dede's and Jay Feely. And Tom McCarthy and Tiki Barber. Those are your CBS broadcast crews. Feely and Deedee's back again. Good to see. Hopefully I don't see a lot of them as
3: a Browns fan because I watch these games. Usually I end up with a Spiro-Deedee's game here or there, but you'd think maybe this year they're not getting as many of those games, but then again... We'll see how many games they don't have. Deshaun Watson as their starting quarterback.
2: That could change. Tuscaloosa City Council on Tuesday evening voted to approve alcohol sales at Bryant-Denny Stadium. The application for an alcohol license was made by Levy Premium Food Service LP, the concession company servicing Alabama football games. The seven-member council voted in favor of the license, which now must be approved by the state of Alabama's Alcoholic Beverage Control Board. Uh, spoiler alert, they will approve it without any question. No, I'm surprised it took this long. I also love this from the story. All vendors selling food or drinks will be required to take a two-hour serve-safe alcohol class. Mm. Fans will be given a wristband or pins that identify them as at least 21 years old after having their identification checked. And staff will be trained to check identification before every purchase for all customers. First of all, I like how we're like new taboos, like this is all new. They're, they said they're going to check IDs, and then you also have, a, have to have a wristband on top of the ID. I would think they
3: would check it when you, yeah, you go to a place and get it checked, and they put the wristband on you, and it's got to be one of those tamper-proof ones where if you take it off, it can't be put back on someone else. I mean, yeah, I'm
2: sure there's not going to be any black market wristbands well,
3: going on. What? I, yeah, to your point though, like, I mean, I've been to tons of concerts i've been to just this past week we went to distilleries down in kentucky they all have systems in place where if you're going to drink they have a way of marking it down and making sure that you can't change it while you're there and or or add someone to it because everyone's trying to make money off of this not just college football right You go to a big concert where they serve alcohol. They don't want you to drink somehow for free. or They don't want to serve underage people. They want to make sure everyone's paying and everyone's of age. They want it to be above board and legal. So they make a lot of products, whether they're wristbands or other things that can track who's buying what, where they have little chips in them and things. I mean, they've got everything you want. All the technology's there. I love how they're acting like, well, we hope. We will have them with the wristband and checking the ID.
2: Why? That's that's redundant and stupid. No, I like how uh, they're also pretending. It's like, well, this is a big step for us. It's like, it's a big step for you. 75% of the people that walk in your stadium every single game day are legally drunk by the time the game starts. Whether oh. you're serving
3: alcohol in there or not. I'll tell you what, those training courses they're talking about, about safe serving... I know they're going to have a lot in there about don't serve someone because you have college students. There's 18 and 19 year olds who aren't technically allowed oh, okay. and legal to drink. I got it. 20 year olds too. my point though is, you know who your problem will be for every one college student who tries to get by or sneak in or do something like that and actually buy the beer you're going to be selling for $12 a can. The people you need to watch out for are the non-students. They're the ones who are going to give you more problems. The adults typically screw this up way more than the like students on campus. Yes, there are problems with students drinking, and you want to make sure you prevent that too, but th- a lot of what they need to be watching for is the guy who walks in and goes, "Nah, I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm good. So you he's got, pissed your pants. He's got the legal everything. He's got his ID out. He's got his wristband on, and his pants are off.
2: That's who you need to not serve. Don't give that guy any more beer. I'm all ego. Uh, Here's a quote from Stuart Bell. He is the president of Alabama. We've been able to watch many of the other SEC schools who've really already gone through this process on this campus, and we've been able to see the positive experience that it's been for their fans. But also from a safety and security standpoint, it's turned out to be a very positive experience for those campuses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, because drinking on campus for games is nothing new. People have been doing it for 50 years. I'm sorry. That's stupid of me to say. People have been doing it for 100 years. people have been doing it since there's been football. They've been drinking around
3: football games. But to your point, everyone who, when, when, when this first started happening, when Ohio State started doing it, we talked about it on the air. And the numbers bore this out. By and large, I mean, there might have been a year here or there where it's gone up. But I want to say that the incidents with drunks at games have either remained the same or gone down slightly year over year because, and we talked about it at the time, there's a thing called the scarcity principle. When you don't have a thing here, I know and it I comes can't get in, inside. People suddenly go crazy right, so trying to, drink to get as it. As much
2: as I can possibly drink before I go in there.
3: Yeah, you're right. It's like if it's like if you go on vacation to the West Coast and you never get to have In n Out Burger, but it's there, and you're like, oh my god, In n Out Burger, let's get it as soon as we get off the plane, and let's get it three more times while we're out here this weekend. But if you lived in L. A., you would not get In n Out Burger three times a weekend. You know You'd go once or
2: twice a year, like I most people. I Had the McDonald's bagel sandwich since they brought it back probably dozens of times i'm guessing like 14 times okay. <laughs> right. 14 times and, right. and why is that because i'm afraid that they're going to be stupid and take it away again
3: yes i have i've been the same way that's the th- go-to order for me now when before i would order it in the rotation when it was here yeah, and it was it always here. the rotation yeah and that's that's what i say with alcohol like when people say oh no i can't get it in the in the stadium i better drink three more right now before we go in because i don't want to miss my chance to drink alcohol we
2: had this conversation but when you uh,
3: know it's in there you might drink less at the tailgate because you're thinking i'll get a beer when i'm in there and then you forget or the line's too long and you only get one as opposed to three and you
2: end up being less drunk which is good with the casino when they were you know talking for years about building a casino before they actually did All these people would show up to meetings and say, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Al Capone's going to show up. Mm. Like they thought the casino would bring back the 20s and Tommy guns. (laughs) In reality, what is it? It's old women. Blue hairs yeah, you've from got the retirement homes coming in there and playing the slots. And yes, I'm sure sometimes there's a few unpleasantries. Guess what? It's an urban area, it's gonna happen. But by and large, you open the casino and life goes on. We took the same calls. We talked about alcohol sales in the shoe fifteen years ago. And we would take calls from people saying, What's gonna happen? You're gonna have people peeing themselves and boobies and oh drunk drivers. You have all of that already. Right.
3: This well, is <laughs> It's, it's it's the idea that suddenly alcohol being available for $15 in the stadium, that's going to cause people to drink more? No. It's going to allow people to have an option to drink in the stadium. And the school as makes money! To, right. As opposed to piling it all in before they get in there. And some people will spend way more than they should and drink way more than they should but they would have done that out in the parking lot, too. You're not enabling, I don't think, any extra bad behavior. If anything, you're probably limiting some of it because you're getting some people to say, yeah, I'll throttle back because I can get a beer in there or I can get a cocktail in there or I can get whatever I want in there because they have it, and then that causes them to not act as feverish outside in the parking lot before they go in.
2: Back page, coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
4: From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some backups on East Main Street at Drexel Avenue. Still working to get this one clear from the roadway. And you'll find that crash on 670 Westbound before 4th Street. Still working to get this one clear. Police and Rector remain on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. the Ray with fan traffic.
2: Hawkeye Show, coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, Tito, Jeff Thidoff, is in for Timmy tonight. Then it's the 11 Warriors Radio Hour at 8. Brown's Preview Show at 9. And the Sandy Beach Vacation Edition of Perverted at 10 o'clock. Speaking Mm. of uh, Perverted, I did see something for you today, Teddy. You love the John Wick movies, right? Absolutely. I saw there's going to be a John Wick television series streaming next year on the cock on peacock oh it's going to be a prequel and it's going to be all about the what is it called the continental hotel is that where everything happens yes so it's going to be about that that is correct. keanu reeves will not be in it oh well, yeah. that's i like that idea though
3: right because then it gives you a chance to have a whole bunch of characters and find out the you know fake history of this fake place but like that's yeah. that's what's fun if you like these shows or these movies rather you can jump into them get a little bit more into it and Find out what else is going on there. I, it's a good vehicle for them to introduce some new characters that people I'm sure will enjoy. Yeah, it's the John Wick world, kind of like Star Wars has done with a lot of their shows on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah. they Have got. Have you seen the Lord of the Rings thing they're
2: doing now, Mike? You know, I love Lord of the Rings. I'm so <laughs> I
3: shocked you know. that I missed this one. <laughs> Amazon Prime has announced that uh, two episodes of Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, will mm. premiere on September 1st and 2nd. Um, actually, 1st or 2nd. Depends on your time zone. But anyway... These these episodes are going to come out. The finale of this eight episode first season will air on October fourteenth. But basically, there is a Lord of the Rings television show that's coming out. So you, I'm sure it'll be like the original cast. No, no, no. I think it's a whole bunch of different characters. It's a, a time of relative peace. They say the series follows a bunch of different characters, some familiar, some new. As they confront long feared reemergences of evil to Middle Earth. So, All right. Well, Sounds you'll be, great.
6: you'll probably be watching the uh, House of Dragon that starts on Sunday. That's the prequel to the Game of Thrones. So, you might want to get in on that it's right true. now. I thought
2: House of Dragon was Bruce Lee. No, this is the different, this is the new. But what if on Game get of get Thrones, Bruce Lee shows up and just kicks everyone's ass? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Actually. I would watch that. I okay. would be up for that. By the way, like, I saw something
3: from one of the I don't know if it was Comic-Con or one of the other big places where they do all the pop culture stuff where someone from the Marvel Studios in Disney was on a stage going, all right. You guys ready to see Phase 5 of the Marvel Comic Universe? And it's like, Yeah! And so they're like, coming... What the hell is this? And so they're like, 2020... It was basically a new calendar of like, coming in 2023, we'll have all these shows. And in 2024, we'll do this. And ending Phase 5 in 2025, we will close it out with these movies. And people lost their minds, and they're like, yeah! And then like, now, before we go any further, what about phase six of the MCU and they're like "Ah!" and they go into then like 2025. We will have this and this and this. At some point it's like our college football administrators now in charge of the Marvel comic universe where I know you have to plan this stuff out well in advance, but all these projects they named half of them. I'm like, I've never heard of that. I I thought some of these people were just pity freaking out because they were like, "Uh, I don't know what that is, but it's supposed to be big. Yeah, like (laughs) I mean you got eighty seven Marvel movies now and TV shows and everything else. Like, cool. I like that stuff too, but I can't keep up with all of it. Ezra Miller craps on your floor in the Flash Eight. <laughs> right. I gotta see it. Right. Like, one of the things they unveiled was that Daredevil was coming back. And it's like, oh, the 70th time we've had a Daredevil thing that we've done. Oh, thank God. It's been Hopefully too long. Hopefully it's
6: good. Hopefully it's good. It's been too long. Flash isn't
3: uh, Marvel, though. No, I know. It's DC. Uh, I was going to so let it go. I'm, I'm so just, sorry. Let it happen.
2: I was going to get into that. <laughs> okay. Just, gonna just give him the moment. I'm very sorry. Fine. Wolverine creps on your floor. That's, How about that? We can, there you go. Okay.
3: That's at, that is Marvel with Disney. Only in short spurts. There's still Sony involvement in that. I, it's all don't. It's like what? Spider-Man. Spider-Man is was not Disney. Now he is Disney. Kind of okay. X-Men were not Disney, but kind of now they are. Whatever. It's a whole thing.
1: The back pain The back pain with Common Man and T-Bone.
4: Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call one eight hundred Cooling.
1: Oh, well, man.
3: Uh, Boy meets world star Ben Savage has put in a bid for West Hollywood City Council. He is running for office. Uh, He filed and qualified as a candidate in the election. This occurs in November. He has a campaign website where he bemoans political divisiveness and a loss of sense of community occurring in West Hollywood, endless public safety, struggling businesses, inflation, and the cost of housing among the challenges he hopes to tackle. if you don't
2: vote for him, his brother Fred will show you his penis. Yeah, even if you don't want to see it. That's
3: not good. Uh, And sad news to report out of the Metallica camp. James Hetfield has divorced his wife of over two decades. Uh, Apparently, this happened a while ago this year. He's marrying Lars? No. uh, Wife Francesca Hetfield and James Hetfield have called it quits. They filed for divorce in Colorado earlier this year. Uh, So apparently, it just didn't make it out into the public. But they've been married since 1997. They had dated for five years prior to that. They have three children, uh, daughters who are 24 and 20, and a son who's 22. So he has talked long ago about how losing his family was a big reason why he sobered up and dealt with his anger issues and dealt with all these other things and tried to keep his family together. But now the kids are grown, and maybe that's the thing that was holding everything together for him. He didn't want to have them grow up in a broken home, he said, but now they're all older and are grown and I don't know if they're out of the house or not but they're at least above the age of 20 so that appeared to be it for that relationship and sad news in the world of walruses I know you pay attention to this Mike the walrus that was attracting crowds in Oslo has been euthanized we talked about Freya the walrus who was just jumping on boats and lounging around as walruses are known to do in Oslo huge crowds of people were coming to watch her because she was very friendly but she would also just kind of lay around and people thought she was cute well officials have said please don't go near the walrus because we can't guarantee your safety or the walrus's safety please just don't go near this thing it weighs 1300 pounds i'm guessing
2: people didn't listen
3: they didn't get listen they were bringing their kids too close officials got afraid that the walrus was going to be harmed or the people were going to be harmed so what do we do we kill the walrus well
2: i'd rather kill the people right
3: <laughs> Hey, I say just let nature take its course. If you're dumb enough to go approach a wild walrus, fair enough. Go, then go ahead and see whatever happens,
2: happens. Yeah, but then I don't want to hear, oh, how hor- horrible is it this walrus no! mauled these people? Hey, how great it was the walrus said, don't bug me. I'm a natural thing that exists here. You're intruding on my space. Leave me alone. That's right. Thank you, Bone. You're welcome, man. Uh Buckeye Show's up next. Have a fantastic evening. We're back
4: tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
5: Oh, that's sad. All right, you'll find an earlier accident has cleared from East Main Street at Drexel Avenue. All lanes have reopened in that area, but traffic is still slow as it recovers, and you'll find an accident still causing backups on 670 West from the Four Fourth Street. Traffic is slow here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Store. Staples helps with all your school printing. Right now, get 30% off school-related prints when you spend $25 or more. In-store only, Offer ends in 2027. Exclusions apply. Visit staples.com slash schoolprinting for coupon and details. Don't go back to school. Go forward to school at Staples, the working and learning store. Kill all humans.
0: Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware.
1: Lindsay Honda Studios.
4: Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com.
1: WBNSFM HD1 Columbus. The fan. Every
0: fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put lifelock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S. based restoration specialist on your team,